Previously on the adventure, Nick, Thrym, Key, and Cax all had a run-in with a being of immense power, putting them on trial for all of the planet's crimes. This being named Lacutus, clearly toying with our adventurers, told them it was up to them to absolve at least some of the negative things done by the gods and mortals of Faerun, and that it rested on their future actions. With a snap of his fingers, Lacutus sent the confused and angered party members back to the graveyard, where they had placed a bouquet of flowers at the tomb of Moira, the wife of Proprietor Juritan, at his request. On their way back to town, they ran into a dwarf who wanted to take Cax from the party. This dwarf had recognized the small kobold and related him to a visit from Lokag, Proprietor Juritan's muscle, brutally taking the lives of members of the Whitecap gang that had stolen from the information broker. Not relinquishing their diminutive new member, a fierce battle occurred a small way out of Neverwinter. Upon returning to the Green Lectern, Juritan told the group that the cult of Jogao was located somewhere on Mount Hotanau, and that something was culminating in what happened soon if they weren't stopped. Happening to have business in the area anyways, they agreed to venture out the next day after resting and doing some shopping. Leaving Neverwinter, they approached the divide that will bring them into the Neverwinter Wood, one step closer to the menacing mountain. So you guys are proceeding on the dirt path that will lead you right into the Neverwinter Wood. Um, what is your current marching order? Um, I guess Key's gonna stand in front, kind of, you know, trying to snap branches and get them out of the way if they're hanging into the road. Okay, that's that's a good point. So at this point, it's probably one in the afternoon. You guys are just starting to go into the forest now. Um, and this road is very overrun. You you get the impression based off of the, the leaves and the twigs and branches that you're snapping that this road it doesn't ever see traffic or foot traffic. Um, it is probably not patrolled very well, so the chance of encountering menacing things is probably higher. Um, and as far as Proprietor Juritan told you, there are no settlements out in this direction uh, minus a town at the base of the mountain uh, that used to be inhabited about 10 years ago. So you have a uh, key out in front. Nyx is probably still sulking, so he's probably at the rear. Okay. What's, what's the sunlight like? The sunlight, it, it's still cloudy. It, it's, it's like partly cloudy outside, but you guys are going into a kind of very dense forest. Um, so light, it, it's dimmer, so our sunlight-sensitive folks aren't having an issue. Um, but it's okay. still pretty well lit. Like, you occasionally, you know, if you look into a forest and you sometimes see, like, the beams of light come down since the, how, like, where the sun is located, it's still very bright, but a lot of the canopy is blocking it. You you still have good view, but the, the further you look in, it looks like it gets worse, and there's a lot of ferns and, and shrubbery that just kind of obstruct a lot of the view besides the path that you're headed on. Alright, so because Thrym doesn't have to throw a shadow for Nyx to stand in, he's just going to be near him. Okay. And Cax, where are you? Um, I will be in between um, Key and Thrym. Okay. Um, so Cax... Uh, in your history, you have never been uh, to this area. 
so you don't know what to expect in regards to the local flora and fauna of this region. And presumably that makes you a little bit nervous because a lot of your survival depends on you knowing the environment in the past. But for the first hour or two, it is boring as fuck. Um, Cax is continuing to hack away and rip and snap. Um, but that well, key is thank you. Cax ain't doing shit. The Cax ain't doing while nothing. We're all, while we're all bored as fuck, Thring's gonna be looking around for anything he can use to make poisons. Okay. Uh, roll me a nature check. Would I be adding a proficiency bonus to that because of the poisoner's kit or no? Um, no, not to um, identifying. Fair Unless enough. it's specifically said in the feet. Got you. Oh, he finds shit. He rolled a four. Uh, you find a little mushroom that looks exactly like the Super Mario mushroom with the speckles on it, and you have no idea what the fuck it would do. I'll take it anyway. Okay, so put a red speckled mushroom with white dots in your inventory. <laughs> the mushroom contains a spell in large. <laughs> if you find the purple one, that's that's reduce. Yeah. Find the green one that's revivify. Oh my god. Or find the, one that makes, the thing that makes me fly. It's a leaf or something, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Once a mimic, it will attack you. <laughs> Where's Yoshi? <laughs> oh, they're that's they're far south. That's uh, that's the islands of Chult. That's where Yoshi's are. Um, Cax can be our Yoshi. There we go. So now that we mentioned that, Cax is like trying to help out. There's like the low lying ones that would like trip a person, and Cax is kind of like trying to mimic what Key's doing. We are going to use Cax to jump over our cliff so you guys continue on this path um for the most part it is really uneventful for another couple hours um it, it's it's moderately humid and off to your right now i'm sorry your left my bad um you you're all starting to now hear mostly on uh, nix and thrim i believe your passive perceptions 14 both of you yeah mine is anybody well. you're yep. oh you're 14 okay so all three of you uh, before uh, Key, hear like tr a trickling of water. And as you're kind of going, you're kind of seeing the trees kind of part way a little bit as you go, and you can now see that a uh, a river or a, a stream of sorts is running parallel to the road. And it's down, it looks like it's down a little bit of an embankment. As you get closer, there's only about 20 or 30 feet uh, between the road you're on, a little bit of a slope, and then the water. Uh, the one thing um, you guys are noticing is that the the plants that are around the water um, seem larger. Like the the ferns that you're seeing near the water are are seem like beefier than the ferns you're noticing up away from the water. And some of like the trees that are there, the diameter of their trunks are are massive compared to the ones uh, away from the river as well. Not that anyone is going to notice, but with Nyx at the back of the line, he's casting Mage Armor. Okay. I'm going to look at the water and say, do you guys want to take a break for, uh, you know, just a few minutes, catch our breath, get some water? 
I'd be, I'd be willing to, to sit by the water for a little bit. Yeah, I have to refill my water skin anyway. Okay. So after a little bit of searching, as you guys are walking down, you see a nice little clearing near the water um, that doesn't seem to have a lot of bulky ferns. Um, Thrym, you're the first one to notice a lot of the um, rocks. You know how rivers will normally have, like, rocks that make at the bottom and kind of edges? Some of the rocks have a blackened appearance to them. take a look at it. Okay. Uh, as you get closer, you recognize that as uh, it's very rare in the Underdark, unless you go uh, really far south, but this is basalt. So basalt. it is a volcanic rock. DM did his research. Yes, it did. Okay. I just knew if, if rocks had something to do with it, I needed to have an answer for Thrym, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick it up and I'll hand it over to Nex. And I'm guessing he probably doesn't know what it is. Um. No. <laughs> Not with Nex's sheltered upbringing. I was going to say, even if he does, I'm going to explain to him that, like, these are volcanic rocks. So we're getting close. Seems like it. I wonder if that has something to do with all these ferns and trees being much bigger. I don't see why it would, but... Can I take, like, a... Just a good look around, see if anything's kind of out of place? Uh, yeah, roll me a perception check to look around at your environs. Uh, 16. 16. The one thing that sticks out... is the water itself has a haze over it. And it just seems to lift up from the water and kind of rise up about five feet, and it looks like it kind of dissipates after that. Is it mist, or does it look different? Uh, it... At, at the first glance, the thing you kind of recognize with it, it looks like water before it starts boiling. It's that, like, mist that kind of rises up from... Water. Alright. Steam. Maybe. I'm gonna skip a rock across the lake. Okay, so you go you go and do that uh roll a uh, sleight of hand check. Oh uh, that's not good. Five. Five. So you 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 manage to skip it once and then plump right in the water. And it, mm. it's like it's like a, a deeper plump sound. Closest he to me. Um, that would depend. Nix, how close are you to the water? You're just on the in the clearing. Um, I'm in a foreign place with foreign water. I'm not too close to the water at all. Okay, yeah. So Thrym, you're you're kind of far farther away from Key, who's kind of close to the water. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't leave. Because if I was close enough, I'd want to try it, but I wouldn't leave Nexus side to do it. Okay. Uh, Cax, what are you doing? Um, I'm watching Key attempt to th throw rocks in the water. Okay. And I'm not really understanding why he's picking up rocks and throwing them in the water. Okay. How close are you to him? 
um, I'm probably sitting about ten feet away from the shore. Okay, from that from that distance, and kind of looking at him, uh, you are feeling uh, uh, a decent, like radiant heat come from that water. I'm just gonna keep skipping rocks and just seeing if anything happens because I'm really interested in the kind of steam coming from it. Okay. Yeah, you just continue to do that. Um, you see off in the distance beyond, you see kind of a, a group of deer kind of dart through the trees. Nothing, they're not panicked or anything, but they kind of saw you and are going away from you. Um, everything's quiet. You hear a couple occasional bird chirps. Um, your your environment's pretty pretty typical of a uh, overworld forest, if you will. I want to take a look at like either fern to the trees and see if I can figure out why they're as big as they are. Sure. Uh, roll me a nature check. Natural one. I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> plant big. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it doesn't big. I have been you're, shrunk. You're you're fascinated by it, um, but it's it doesn't seem to really be anything controversial to you. So I'm just going to like turn and like, so I see Cax who's a little like 10 feet away from the water and just be like, Hey, you know about trees and stuff. Is this normal for things to get this much bigger close to the water? Uh, I'd have to think about that. Would you like me to roll nature or? Uh, yeah. Yeah. If, if, if you're, if Cax is that interested in, Figuring this out, yeah, nature check would be fine. Yeah, I'm just trying to. I, I'm I'm saying Cax is trying to think about it because mm -hmm. that's gonna result well. <laughs> um, thirteen, Eck. Thirteen. Through your conversations with uh, proprietor and just random bits of knowledge, you know that a lot of the farms around Neverwinter tend to get soil that's closer to the mountain as it has uh, after the many volcanic eruptions has left the, the soil very fertile with a lot of nutrients in it. And you kind of think there's a correlation between those two things. So, uh, uh, from what I know, and it's not much, um, but the the mountain has like a lot of nutrients in the in the ground, and the farms use it, which I guess puts puts nutrients in the food. So maybe the trees are getting the same nutrients as the food, and they get big. I'm not a smart man. I don't know, but but that's that is what I do know. It kind of makes sense, I guess the water would bring it down from the mountain. So things close to the water would do more. As long as it's not something magical, I'm fine with it. Isn't nature in itself kind of magical, though? I mean, that's fair. I just didn't want to all of a sudden just run into some, well, we just fought something that was literally fire and would hit me. Oh, I yeah. really would rather not be hit with fire again. That didn't feel good. Well, trees might hit you if they fall. Hooray. 
Actually, I've been hit by trees before. Wasn't that bad. Yeah, no. Being being away from the city gives me that kind of tingly feeling that magic must give people that use magic. It's a tingly feeling? That's what it's been described to to me. It kind of like tingles a little bit. I don't use magic. I don't know. I was going to say, I've never felt it, but I don't know that much magic, so... Hey, Nyx, does, does magic give you a tingly feeling? Nyx is sitting on the ground and has tuned all of you out. <laughs> nope, not going to do it. I'm sorry, Cax, were you speaking? Uh, yeah, does magic give you a tingly feeling? Come over here for a second. Okay. I'm gonna get up and walk over to Nyx. Take my hand. <laughs> like a like a friendship shake, and I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> grab his hand immediately. And I want you to focus. Just tune out everything around you and focus. There is magic everywhere. It permeates everything. Tell me if you can heal it. Here, feel it. Alright, Cax is gonna like scrunch his face and try really hard <laughs> to focus. In the middle of his focusing, I'm casting Shocking Grasp. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, w I would say, I would say you're surprised. What is uh, what's the deal with shocking grasp? Uh, I have to uh, roll to attack. Let, let me let me take a look. It's it's just a basic cantrip, but it's gonna suck for him. It's a melee spell attack. Advantage if he's wearing metal armor. Not he is not. And it's two d eight worth of damage. I rolled a nineteen. <laughs> I rolled a nineteen to hit. Okay. But I'm not surprised because I can't be surprised if I'm caught. Oh, that's right. Yep. <laughs> yes, that hits. Right? This is a 19 hit, Cax? Yeah, it does. All right. <laughs> it, please tell, tell me it's piercing damage. No, it's, it's, it's lightning damage. It, it's, uh, <laughs> it's five points of lightning damage. That's it? Jesus. I rolled 2d8. It didn't roll well. Don't say that's it. He's going to probably do it again. No, I'm saying like, like out of two D eight, five damage. That yeah. that's bad. Even sixteen. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm I saying. That's that. less than one third damage. Regardless, you just took five points of lightning damage while I'm trying to trick you into feeling magic. <gasps> Do you feel it's like not much of a trick if he's feeling magic? He did feel magic. It's more than a tingle. <laughs> then I suppose you just aren't built to handle magic. <laughs> That's fine. I'll stick to my bow and I'm like shaking my hand. I'm not going to focus on magic anymore. Um, As you guys are doing this, Nyx, Thrym, and Cax, you feel the, the ground underneath you kind of tremor a little bit. Is that the magic? No. No, and that you, was a that was a tremor. You can swear you 
faintly heard a little bit of a rumble. I mean, we'd be familiar with tremors being from the Underdark. Yes. I mean, any tremor every, anywhere is going to travel through that, and we're going to feel it. Yeah. And you can probably, I, I would say you could tell the difference between if it was a, a creature's rumble, like something was like rushing towards you, versus like an environmental rumble. And it, yeah. this was definitely an environmental rumble. Yeah, we felt that in the earth. I didn't like that. I don't think we have a lot of time to waste. Axe reaches into his pocket and you guys hear a click. We oh, should stop. No, we, we should get to the mountain now. I'll stop skipping my stones and pick up my hammer again and say, well, let's uh, continue the trip then. Do you, do you think we should be on alert for something that can make the ground shake? I'm pretty sure we're walking towards it. Cax is going to draw his bow. Do you plan to shoot the mountain? I haven't <laughs> thought that far ahead. But if I have to, then yes. You're more than welcome to try. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look down at Cax. And just be like, if for some reason something is coming, this will give you a better viewpoint. And I'm going to pick him up and put him on my shoulder. How far are we away from the mountain? Uh, through the trees, it, it has a very dense canopy. And currently the mountain is not able to be seen from your uh, area. You ventured off the path that was heading uh, roughly northeast. Um, so you're in an area that's really covered uh, every once in a while on that path you'd get like a glimmer of like like sky, like clear sky, but so far nothing has faced the mountain enough to kind of give you a bead on that currently. Okay. I, I might have lobbed an arrow towards the mountain if I could see it, because he said I was more than welcome to try shooting the mountain. Cax <laughs> <laughs> is special, isn't he? Real quick, finesse weapons are mean that you can use dexterity, correct? To attack? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, awesome. It's versatile. It's two-hand. Mm-hmm. I think we made sure that Whisper was that to make sure you got the proper bonuses. Yeah. Okay, that's all. Thank you. Cool. Alright, so your marching order is still key in front? Yeah. I'm going to okay. be taking my mace and just you said it got denser? It, it it, it currently is pretty dense, but it hasn't gotten crazy where you've needed to put a ton of strength into it. Pretty much every branch that you're coming across just gets destroyed whenever you're just casually, like, smacking it down and giving it a little bitch slap. Okay. Then I've got my hammer on my back, I've got my mace out, and I'm just kind of, you know, swinging it down, just chopping it. Not really going to swing hard, but it's I'm not going to snap them all individually anymore. Sure. And so, so marching order is key. You got Thrym with Cax on his shoulder and Nyx in the back. Yeah. Cool. Cax the parrot. Cax. So it's getting to be about four, four in the afternoon. The the path, for the most part, has still gone parallel with this river um, to the northeast. And, and it's starting to drift. You guys, through occasional canopy, are starting to see some of the rise up on the mountain, um, but you can't directly see um, like the pinnacle from, from where you're at. 
And as as a couple of you probably are trying to like sneak peeks at it uh, through the canopy, you overhear something to your east, to your to your right hand side as you're going, and it sounds like a moan, like a very hearty, bassy. Trim, did you eat well enough this morning? Was that your stomach? No, that wasn't me. Put away my mace and take out my hammer. As as that swap concludes, it looks like there's a little bit of a clearing, maybe 30 feet into where that noise is coming from. And you hear, oh no. That definitely wasn't me either. I don't think I could make a sound like that. I wasn't concerned that it was you, Kax. I just wanted to be clear. I walk up to Nyx and whisper, If I approach him directly, then you guys could probably sneak around behind him in case, you know, it's something you guys want to bypass or not let know we're here. You want to put yourself in the path of danger? Well, yeah, because you guys will be around there, you know, if something does go wrong, I can handle myself. Might end up killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, sure, have at it. <laughs> you actually say that? I did. <laughs> Alright, as I'm walking away, I'm going to be hol- holding the hammer and I'll flip them off as I walk towards the sound. Alright, are you doing so stealthily or just... Oh, I'm I'm taking Clunk. my good hearty strides. I'm clunking up. I'm not stealthy. Okay. That's their job. Their job to sneak around. Okay, and then you guys are following the lead for this. I'll uh, I'll signal to Thrym to take Cax in the opposite direction, so we'll stay in the forest outside the clearing and kind of stealth out the flank sure. in opposite directions. Okay, Cax, uh, are you riding shotgun with Thrym still? Am I riding Thrym into battle? No, I think I'll. I think I'll slide down or like attempt to shuffle down his arm. Okay. <laughs> drop to the all, ground. All right. If all three of you doing that, I'll have you roll uh, stealth checks. Well, you don't want Thrym to be your mount. Um, not when I roll a twenty-one to stealth. Uh, I don't think if we're going the same way, I don't think that's going to matter because I rolled a six. Uh, no one's going to pay attention to you guys. I rolled a natural one. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stepping on every twig. So he just, as... he just hears clunk, clunk, <laughs> snap, snap. I thought what happened to you guys sneak around and I'm the one that gets detected. You just hear <laughs> off in the distance. That was how his work. <laughs> so as as you guys are trying to do your best, uh, cutty impression, um, <laughs> you're, you guys are are snipping and snapping all those branches. You hear someone there. Please, help me. I'm still approaching him, so just let me know when I come into that clearing. Sure, so you are about to come in that clearing, and it it looks strange. There's about three or four trees that are down, but their limbs and their their branches still look very fresh. See, just by looking at those, you're getting the impression walking in that some sort of ambush had been, like, sprung here, is your first instinct. Gonna... You can't quite see where that noise is coming from. As I stride in, I'm going to announce rather loudly, hoping to draw his attention away from uh, Robin running into every tree. 
you have encountered the Great Hammer, formerly of Loth, but now not of Loth. What happened here? Oh, I'm under the tree. Look. And you see a big furry hand, big clunky, chunky hand, like, wave up towards you. And you can almost see some sort of head, like, peek up, but can't quite get over. And it looks like the tree is, like, uh, perpendicular on whatever this is body. You can see now a pair of furry legs that seem to be wearing some sort of pants. But the, the, the paws at the bottom are exposed, like there was no attempt at, like, shoes. I use my hammer as, like, a lever to lift up the tree? Yes, you sure can. Uh, roll me a strength check. The tree that this creature's pinned under is, is pretty beefy. Alright. Would this also be athletics, or...? Uh, yeah, yeah, athletics would be perfect. Uh, 19. 19, and just kind of really putting your back into it and using your renewed strength from previously being so emaciated in the grave, you lift it up enough and you see the legs kind of pull back as if he's like scrambling out and you're now seeing on the other side of the tree, right before it kind of, when you lift it up, it goes above your eyes. It looks like you have freed a bugbear from underneath the tree. Uh, when he's out, I'm gonna take my hammer out from under it and let the tree fall back onto the ground. Okay, and he's he's sitting on the ground. Um, as far as you can tell, he has no armor. He's just wearing these interesting-looking pants, uh, and no weapons seem to be anywhere near him. And I think you, you get the impression he's making sure that he's not looking threatening, and he's just kind of, like, rubbing his legs. Thank you very much. How did you get under a tree? Well, it fell on me. It just fell? No, well, nothing... I mean, normally there's a good story to it falling on you. you know, rainstorm blows it over, or thunder strikes it and it falls, or someone has inopportunely cut it down. Well, like... That's what I think happened, actually. Uh, take a look at the tree over there. He points to where, like, the trunk would have reached into the roots. I will look. And it looks like it was sheared, like, straight through, and it looks like there was some sort of rudimentary, like, tripwire with a weight system that when it got tripped, it would then yank the tree down. I'll look at him and say, you were either the victim of a vicious prank or an assassination attempt. Well, out here, it could be a little bit of both. Uh, your friend's going to come out of there. I, I can hear him over there. Oh. Uh. I'm going to leave that choice to them. Okay. Okay. Uh, they're not going to hurt me, are they? I hope not. I mean, the first time I met him, I one threw a lightning bolt at me. Oh, well, uh, that's not reassuring at all. But... You know, now that you say that, it isn't. Uh, that tree might have been better for you. Yeah. Oh, geez. Uh, that, man, uh, I'm just a, I'm just a traitor. I, I don't attack anybody. I'm not one of the normal bugbears. You do, you do seem pretty cool. And I'm going to, you know, grab his hand and pull him up so he's not sitting anymore. 
now now that you've done that, you realize he's a lot lighter than he looks. A lot of like it's like a cat without the fur, and you like you realize a lot of the 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 fur on this bugbear looks like it, it's like he's light as a feather when you yank him up, and he kind of looks a little emaciated. Although you don't really hang out with bugbears, so it's hard to tell. My name my name is my name's Grim. He he oh. like. After you pick him up, he, like, still holds his hand out to shake your hand. Alright. I'll shake his hand again and say, I am Kishigalith, the hammer of f- former Lee Lolf. Oh, well, who are you the hammer for now? I am the hammer for the mighty Varen, but I haven't earned that name, so I I don't feel I should use it. Do, do you have an idea for a better introduction? I, I All I have is former Lee Lolf. No, I, to be honest, usually uh, I don't really have conversations with uh, the city folk. Uh, and as uh, over in the in the bushes from your awful attempt to hide, uh, Cax, you recognize this bugbear. Hey, hey, Thrim. I, I think I think I know him. The last time you knew somebody, he attacked us on the way back. So should I just put an arrow through his head? Uh, probably not. I think the last time I saw him, he didn't try to kill me. Uh, no. Actually, you know Grim. Um, he would broker trades between some of the seedier parts of cities to trade um, with localized monsters and humanoids that would prefer to leave people alone, like people that didn't belong to the gangs that you knew. Uh, Grim was more of a neutral party that just kind of made a decent profit off of getting supplies to the races that wouldn't be welcome in the cities. So you would you would know of him as he would travel uh, with a couple like donkeys to and from, and he, he did have a rapport in some of the cities um, that you are familiar with. I'm pretty sure he's not a bad dude. So, (laughs) I'll put down my longbow that I've been pointing at him. I'll strap it back to my back, and I'll just walk into the clearing, and I'm guessing Nyx can see me, and I'll just make a motion for him with my hand to come in. Like his his bodyguard. I'll look at Thurman and say, Ah, you've decided to join us. See the one with the lightning? No, 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 no. I mean, it, uh, I'm gonna... it depends. Oh, well, I no, I don't, I don't mean any harm. Don't, please don't do that to me. I'm going to jog up um, beside Thurman. Just like... Bop, 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 bop. Oh, you're a... Uh, you're... Oh, I know you. Oh, is this your new gang? Not, not exactly, but but they are my friends. Ah, so you found more reputable people to uh, hang out with than the others, huh? You guys aren't busting up caravans, are you? Not yet. We're not that desperate. Okay. Um... The idea of a uh, Cax really being in a gang and being a gang member is going to send Key into a fit of hysterics. Is um, is this is there something funny? Could you imagine 
Just turn your corner. Getting mugged by you. <laughs> and Grim, Grim is looking at you and uh, Yuki. Is, well, no, it wasn't really him you had to worry about. Turns out he's the one that commanded the others to bust up caravans. This dude has been under his command. I'm going to fall off sitting on the tree and I'm just going to start laying on the ground trying to catch my breath. So you haven't really told them about your past, huh? They know. Um, they, they they got that information at sword point, but uh, no, they, they didn't until now know that I, I was, I was uh, really leading. Um, they might have thought that it was some kind of joke apparently uh, but yeah oh. yeah it's he looks over at you thrim and back at Kino. it's it's no joke they're uh their gang used to be pretty feared up north oh my boy the tears from my eyes i'm guessing the people he led were a lot stronger than him mostly yeah mostly anyway what uh what brings you out here we're, we're traveling to... He was at your grandmother's house on the mountain, you said? <laughs> no, that... <laughs> I'm gonna say don't. My, my stomach hurts. My stomach hurts. No, don't. <laughs> no, no, no wait, we're, I... we're going up the mountain. Doing some some work for, for someone in Neverwinter. Okay, uh, well, I came over here to, to, to pick up some of my supplies. I keep them hidden in stashes, and I, I came through, and I found the first couple stashes empty. And he points over, and he's like, I got one more to check over here. And he, he goes over to one of the trees, and it it, it looks like it's just an area of, like, patchy dirt. And he just goes and, like, shoves his big claws into the dirt, and then it looks like something, like, poop comes up and it looks like some container was like covered he looks in and he just sees one uh pouch inside as he picks it up he goes well for your for your trouble at least it seems like they didn't get this one whoever decided to ransack the place and he hands the pouch to yuki thank you sir and i'm gonna open the pouch and look in it it has 125 gold in it oh boy I'm not broke. Yeah, it's, if no one had come along, I would have died underneath that tree, but uh, at least now I get to, you know, live to trade another day. Mm. Yes. Would you happen to know any, uh, anything about sort of cultist base or, you know, bases of people living on the mountain? I've heard rumors now and again, uh, you know, there used to be people, some cultists that lived to the southeast in a little little town called Thunder Tree. It's pretty far down. Those were guys down there. There were some cultists to the north at a little village. I think it was Maple Grove. And they tried to bring up some undead. And some heroes came and stopped that stuff. But over, what, near the mountain? Yeah. No, yeah. not that I'm aware of. Hmm. I don't go over there. The uh, the closer you get to that mountain, the more 
dangerous the local wildlife get, and there's a couple of fire giants up on the mountain too, and I am going not going anywhere near them. What kind of wildlife? Well, you got your owl bears. You got a couple gangs. I think of, uh, unfortunately, my type that rove around with some goblins occasionally. Nothing, nothing too out of the ordinary for this this neck of the woods. <laughs> occasionally, you'll hear the little cause of the cockatrice gangs that kind of float around. I don't, I don't know why I call them gangs. They're just little cockatrices that run around. I want to watch out for them. Their 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 bite could turn you to stone. Thank you, thank you for the warning. You know the that knowledge is probably more valuable than this. And I'll shake his little pouch that he gave me. Well, I mean, if you don't need it, uh, so I could use some capital to get running again. I'm gonna look at it, and I'm gonna look at him. No, and, I'm uh, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Money, money talks. I understand that. No, 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 no. It's it's fine. I'll I'll flip him fifty gold. Oh, thank you. That'll uh. That'll help me get a couple, couple donkeys back. They uh, they're not around anymore. I I just want to get this straight through my head one more time. He was the leader of that gang. Uh, that wing of it, I think. Right? Did did you, I never even? Did you guys ever even have a name? I never even bothered to ask. Yeah, we did. It was. It was searing death. See, unfortunately, and he looks at everybody else. This is why I couldn't really deal with uh, them over there. I know he's a good guy, but the rest of them, you know, they they slit my throat. But... Yeah, yeah, they probably would have. But if they ever renounced their uh, robbing and killing ways, I probably would have traded with them. Yeah, most of them don't. How? How did if, you lead a bunch of people like that? Well, so 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 it turns out if if you're not very smart but but you have ambition and you can kill things, you can make your way up the ranks by being ambitious and killing things. I'm gonna look at Cax and say, You've got a lot of stories to keep us entertained for the rest of this hike. I do. I do. All right, you're. That's your that's, job from now on. That's not at all how things work in the Underdark. If you're good at killing things, you get captured and enslaved and made to kill things. Well, we can talk about this as we walk. Grim, if you if you happen to run into anyone from my gang, just don't don't mention that. That I'm around, because I'm I'm ki I'm kind of trying to lead a better life now, uh, than 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 just robbing caravans and and killing people indiscriminately. So, well, I could just tell him you're dead if that helps. It would just be better to not even mention that you saw me, alive or dead. I could do that. Yeah, that I'm would be kind of happy to hear that you're kind of renouncing that stuff. Well, I'm trying to. I did have to kill a dwarf. But he tried to kill me first, so that's different. Oh, well, that, that's self-defense right there. You can't argue that's with what that. I thought. That's what I thought. So that's most of the dwarves I know are kind of smelly, so get them away from me. And that's that's a lot coming from a bugbear. <laughs> 
it's a natural musk, but it's, it's nice. It smells good. I'm gonna pat Grim on the back and say, "Well, you're a nice, you're a nice bugbear, a good person, and I'm glad to have pulled you out from that tree." Oh, thank you. Well, if you don't mind, I got a couple other uh, stashes to the northwest. I gotta see if they got hit up too by whatever the hell stole all my stuff. And he walks over. And this giant branch that's still attached to the tree that fell on him, he just grabs a hold of it and yanks real hard and then rips off, like, this nice, juicy size like, club off of it. It's like, well... Innovation that excites. <laughs> you guys take care. If you guys are getting close to the mountain, like I said, just watch out for the fire giants. Uh, Don't die. I'll, I'll try. I may be a little bit skinny, but hell, I can bash shit in as long as trees don't fall on me. I'll wave goodbye to him. And he's like very passionately like waves super excitedly to Yuki. And I he like just kind of he just kind of like wanders off into the forest and you kind of hear him like humming a little bit of a tune as he kind of goes out of earshot now. Gotta say under a tree to hum in a tune. Impressive. I'm going to look down at Cax and I'm going to say we told you not to lie to us. I the half-truth is still I never alive. lied. I said that I was a part of a gang and that we would raid caravans. Right. A half-truth is still alive. Where is the half-truth? You didn't tell us you were leading that gang. I wasn't leading the gang. Think of it Okay, think of like like a like a tribe, right? How you have like your chief and you ha and he's like the top of the tribe, right? He's the one that's like, "Hey, hello, I'm the leader." That would be the leader, the, the like the chief, but he still has people underneath him that are still like, "Hey, I'm kind of in charge too, but I'm not the leader." That was me. I was the one of the guys that was underneath. And even then, I wasn't directly underneath him. There was still a couple people above me. But I wasn't at the bottom of the barrel. And I uh, pick up uh, Cax by the call, by the back of his shirt and lift him up to Thrym's eye level, so he's just kind of dangling there, having to look him in the eye while he does this. Why does everyone feel the need to pick up Cax? <laughs> it's just a power move at this point. Totally. Alright. And I'm just gonna take my finger and just like poke him so he's like dangling in the grasp and just like so he's poking back and forth and being like being a lieutenant is close enough that you lied to us again. No one asked what my role was. Dude, I'm just gonna shake him a little. <laughs> I'm sorry, the right-hand man of a bad person. Who are you to judge? As I'm kind of like in his grasp. <laughs> I was upfront and honest about it to the point where I was shot with lightning. What do you get to say? I was threatened with lightning. Yeah. Threatened. <laughs> little baby. I can see next. I'll swing... Cacks around to where I think Nix is in the forest. What do you think? He's not there. 
<laughs> look at look at the rim, and I'm like, uh, I'm gonna let out like a small sigh, and then just bellow Nix's name out again and again till Nix shows up. <laughs> and this echoes throughout the forest. Yeah, Nix Nix isn't answering the bellows. All right, so that concerns Thrym. And he doesn't even care. He knew what direction you were supposed to be coming from and heard you because, like, you were loud as fuck. And he's going to take off running that direction. Okay, so the clearing was to the right of the path. And you guys had tried to sneak around, like, going from 6 o'clock to 3 o'clock and were kind of caught around there. So I'd say Thrym starts running between like three o'clock and five o'clock. So he starts running like parallel to the path to the southeast. I'll toss Cax on my shoulder and start sprinting after him. Over uh, you... the clanging of your armor, you can hear Cax go, I can run on my own! Like as he's holding I on to run the on my own! It's like holding on like it's a saddle. So through you being in the front, re realizing uh, this isn't the way of the path, um, do you keep running in that direction? You're not... Uh, roll an investigation check. I was going to say, he's looking for like footprints or anything mm -hmm. he could yeah, see. Yeah, like tracking them. Fourteen. Fourteen. As far as you can tell, like, nothing seems to be have been disturbed. Like, Nyx already has a light footprint that he walks, but uh, you're, this area is pretty dense. You feel like it would be more obvious if Nyx had had to, like, worm his way through ferns and stuff like that. So you're not entirely certain Nyx came into this direction. So I'm going to cut back to where he was supposed to come from, and because even with me, like, being loud, he was louder, so... There has to be something. Okay, so if you cut back that way, um, about 20 or 30 feet in in between the, the woven trees, you do see the path you guys were walking on. Can I get off fucking Key's shoulder and try to track Nyx? Yeah, so you are you following Thrym, or are you, like, stopping to... I'm, I'm going to go back to, like, the last place we saw him and try to track from there. Sure. Okay, yeah, so you hop off of Key's shoulders, and uh, over in that general area, yeah, roll an investigation. Can I use survival and try to track him like an animal? Yes, you can. All right. I cool. like that. Um, I always forget survival's a thing. Fucking won't help. I rolled a nine. <laughs> uh, in, in the excitement of knowing somebody who isn't part of the fraternity you belong to, uh, you kind of look around and don't see anything obvious. Shit. We've lost Nyx. Okay, so that boy's dead. I'm going to go yeah. back to the path and see if I can see where he might have gone. And as soon as you come back to where the path actually is, you find Nyx sitting on a rock, waiting for you patiently. What you... the fuck? 
it, in in case you were curious, Nix, you don't make deer-like footprints in the ground. That's good to know. What's the problem, Thrym? You set me one way, and you were supposed to go the other. And I went the other way, and I made a lot of noise and saw that simple little bugbear trapped beneath a tree, and Key saved him, and I, I got bored with the conversation. We have an actual thing we need to do, so I came back to the path and decided to wait until you guys were done chit-chatting about whatever you chit-chatted about. Well, you should have stuck around for the chit-chat, as you so put it, because this one, and I'm going to flick Cax's head, uh, ran his little part of the gang. He I'm wasn't just, just going, a part of it. I'm just going to slowly turn my head and glare at Cax. Okay, in that moment, Key, uh, you had just flicked, uh, I'm assuming, with like one finger? Yeah. Okay, you flicked at him. You didn't take your eyes off of Nyx, except when you go to look at Cax, Cax is standing perfectly still in the recoil. And you look over at Nyx, and Nyx is still glaring at you, but he is not moving. And then you turn around and see Thrym standing in front of Nyx just looking at him. And then to your left, as you turn, Lacutus is staring at you with a smile on his face. What are you doing here? We're, we're literally doing, we're living our, what do you want? Um, I just see, you know, kind of picking on the little guy. I kind of wanted to see it first person. Yeah, so? Just He's checking little, in, seeing... A little dirty half-truther. Oh, I assure you, there's uh, much more to that one than meets the eye. Thing is, I'd catch him a little bit of a break if I were you. The trouble that that might bring would uh, vastly outweigh the little hazing that you're doing to him. Anyway, and he smiles, and he goes and walks next to Nyx and, like, rests his arm on Nix's head. How I try does to it feel? You try to what? I try to shoo him off of Nix's head. I mean... You go to like, gr like kind of shove him off a little bit. And yeah, it's just, like, you're trying arm off the head. You're trying to like, uh, roll me a strength check on that. Uh, so 17. 17. You go to do that. And you phase right through Lacutus and end up on the other side. And when you turn around, his other arm is now leaning over and smiling at you. Nice little party trick, isn't it? Yeah. Nah, fantastic. Listen, Great, Key, even. How does it feel knowing that the one thing that was a constant in your life just up and betrayed you? Your whole life was dedicated to the Spider Queen. And just like that, bink, you were cast to the wolves. My life isn't the one that I'm worried about. I have Varen, who has given me a new purpose and a new surge in life. And I have that anger and that hatred for her that keeps me going. Her casting me aside set me on the right path. I owe her a thank you. I owe her a thank you before I crush her under my hammer. So, say that fateful day would come. You 
squash that little bug underneath your boot. Tell me, what's stopping Veyron from doing the same thing that she did to you? Honor. He has told me his past and his fight against his mother. He has let me know that I have been tricked. Why would he do that simply to just cast me aside after? I know that the two that stand before me, and I'm going to point to Nyx and Thrym, he's told me that their destinies intertwine with my revenge. If I follow it, I can gain my revenge, and afterwards, I'm sure I will have earned his trust. An interesting analogy. That would be that lovely new shield of yours. You I look at it. You trusted that shield, that old one, to carry you through countless battles. The amount of skulls that you cracked with that shield is quite impressive, by the way. And then you simply cast it aside for a better one. That is what the gods do. They choose their tools. They choose their instruments. They choose their weapons. And then as soon as they're not useful, off with you. I didn't cast it aside for a better one. It was old. It was kind of broken. It had chips on the front. It was no longer useful, and it represented an age of something I want to move forward from. It was its time for that to go. It was not time for me to raid Neverwinter alone and die. It was not time for my friends to go on their missions and die. It was unfair and it was unjust. Oh, that's right. You don't know what happened to them, do you? No. Oh, see, even that one breaks my heart. But anyway, the rustic look, and he looks at your shield and kind of does one of these. It suits you. But, and he he takes his arm off of Nyx's head. You dealt with Drow in the past. And you know for a fact, male or female... He looks back at Nyx. It's really hard to trust them, isn't it? And with that, he snaps his fingers, winks out. You are now on the other side, so you look right as Cax, like, recoils and goes again. Recoils from your flick. And Nyx is staring into nothing as time seems to resume again. Am I still overstanding your positions, Nyx? Yeah, you're you're on the other side of Nyx. Because you had like tried to shove Lacutus and you went through him. Alright. I'm gonna yell thunk and just hurl my hammer into the nearest tree. What the fuck just happened? How the hell are you over there right now? I'm gonna go to pick up my hammer and say, That fuck that fuck shit from the tomb paid me another visit. And I'm struggling to yank it out of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> didn't knock the tree just went through it <laughs> you saw the cutest yeah that was his name you were all frozen he rested his elbow on your head and I tried pushing him off but I seemed to go through him what did he say to you he taunted me about my past talked about how I'll be cast aside and you know how I can't cast stones against Cax because you know, ooh, you know, everyone's got a purpose and, you know, gets tossed away, ooh. 
fucking jackass and yank the hammer out of the tree. Why would you be cast aside? What? Why would you be cast aside? Walt sent me on that suicide mission along with my three friends. I don't know what happened to them. But after a whole lifetime of dedicated service, that was a casting aside. Walt's a cunt. What do you, like, that's what he does. Why I didn't know be, any better. Why would you be cast aside again? What do you mean? Well, you said you were going to be cast aside, but like, Walt does what Walt does and she's a cunt and so are most of the drows in the Underdark. That's why I only have one friend and I'll point to next. Well, a couple others, but they're not here right now. Uh, but why would you be cast aside again? I don't think I will. Uh, cuticle man, Le Cuticle was, uh, you know, telling <laughs> me I would be. By, by Varen of all people. Fuck Look. him. I, I don't know what to expect of Veyron either. All I know is that, with the exception of one, he has aided in granting us our freedom so far. Apparently I know Varen. nothing about you, Cax. Even though I threatened your life, you're still hiding things from me. But regardless, right now Veyron seems to be our best chance. Maybe he does turn out just like Loth. And if that's the case, we move on from him as well. But for now, we stick to our path. I, I, I mean, I'm not really hiding anything. It didn't, didn't ask me. Pretty sure I asked you what you did with your roving band of midget marauders. Yeah, and I, I, I told you what <laughs> we did. I, I, you, you, you didn't ask me what my role in what we did was. We'll discuss this later. Okay. I I I do like what what the weird guy said though. You shouldn't pick on me. I like that. You like that guy? Do you? No, I like what he said. Don't about not picking on me. You said that he said you shouldn't pick on me, and I like that. Thrain's gonna turn and start walking up the path. And yell behind him. It seems like he doesn't want us to get up this mountain in time for some reason. So he has us arguing amongst each other. We can talk while we walk. Fair assessment. I'm going to get, up, with, up, I'm gonna get up from my rock and just start following through him. Okay. All right. So now marching orders. Thrym, Nyx, who's following behind. I kind of stay even with Thrym. Yeah, yeah, the path is wide enough, so both you and Thrym kind of take charge and kind of smacking the uh, the limbs and branches as you go along. Um, and you guys actually start making better speed because both of you are doing that now. Um, as you guys are now traveling, the air seems to be getting a little bit more humid now. You're you're still following in parallel with the river, and you all can now see like steam is very rapidly rising from the river. You guys uh, are able to see more of the sky now. It seems like the trees are kind of letting up a little bit in density. It is uh, a mostly overcast sky. And you guys finally 
reach a point where the the road kind of has a bridge over the river and that leads directly north and you guys for the first time can now see the pinnacle of the mountain and it is a very dark and brooding site as the mountain itself is a mostly dark gray color it, it sticks out versus other mountains you have seen in your ranges when you guys have traveled near long saddle and in the travels of key and cax um mostly like a light gray with like snow on top this one looks spiky and menacing and you guys can tell that there is a black smoke rising from some pinnacle uh that you can't quite see from your angle while you're trying to catch up to me you see a warhammer strapped to my back that you've never seen me use and it looks like well it looks like this but for some reason it's still trapped strapped to my back and i've only ever used thunder so it's i wouldn't know this but you would kind of know this from that conversation it's a tool that i no longer use but refuse to throw away okay interesting I'm not going to mention it or anything. I'm just going to take note that he is a second middle finger hammer that uh he doesn't really uh you know give good usage to. You guys, continue to mosey on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cax is looking over his shoulder every once in a while, taking up their. Yeah. So Cax, Nix, and Thrym yet again. You feel vibrations underneath your feet that happen in a short burst and then about 10 seconds later you then hear a rumble come from the mountain are they getting like more uh can i feel them more are they getting more stronger vibrant or um not that you can tell it kind of happened the burst was very sudden like it was almost like you drop a pebble in a pond and the ripple just kind of boom washes through. Okay. Um, but you can make a mental note for next time that happens. You can be kind of ready for it to kind of uh, get a beat on that. So you guys continue just to march on the path forward. Yep. Yeah. Cool. The the path at this point there are a lot less branches and and twigs and stuff that kind of overgrow on the path. So, uh, Thrym and Key at the front, you guys are having to spend a lot less effort smacking them around and more effort just kind of weaving around them. And Nyx and Cax uh, follow suit with that. Uh, the one thing all of you are now noticing, the, the river kind of branches off and is no longer running parallel to the road. That seems to be running just to due north. You guys are having a constant reminder of your destination in front of you now. And it's getting closer, and you're noticing the 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 leaves on all, all of the trees are are kind of showing a little bit of a orange and yellow coloration to them now. Um, Key and Cax would would obviously recognize this as these are more autumn colors, and as far as you guys have really been able to tell, it's it's like early summer everywhere else and up ahead there is actually like a wooden sign that looks like it's been weathered for 
at least a decade and in very like faint writing that you can see whatever they use to kind of etch into it um whomever can read common which i think is all of you guys uh it does say uh shady brook i'm gonna look back at uh nicks and cax and say isn't this something uh grim mentioned one of those towns grim mentioned I believe so although i'm just guessing i wasn't there for that part of the conversation well, he had talked about a a bunch of different towns he visited and i thought one of them was called shady brook i'm not going to lie it slipped my memory already yeah you've done enough lying already what about you Thrym? you remember he didn't mention it. I'm trying to remember. Because you were asking about cultists around. Yeah. I think that might have been... It was either one of the towns that the cultists were... Like, people had came and kicked them away, or they might have been there. There was one, I think he said, they might still have been, but he wasn't sure. Yeah. Well... We can stand around talking about it, or we can go check it out. Okay. Let's go take a look. All um, right. About five or so more minutes of walking, and you are actually starting to see um, some really broken down buildings ahead of you. And it looks like the path kind of goes through the buildings, and you can actually start to see where the elevation begins to rise just beyond this little grouping of houses. Um, it looks like the, the mountain proper is probably somewhere to a half a mile to a mile ahead of you through this uh, little area here. Um, as you get closer, you're realizing that there are a lot more squares of land that look like they have some sort of structure to them, um, but they're just missing the structure. It looks like there used to be a lot more buildings in this area. Um, but n no longer. There's a couple uh, buildings in front of you as you kind of grow in to it um, that it looks like the roof had just collapsed in. And there's a couple more ahead that look like they're still stable, um, but barely. It, it looks like a ramshackle. If you could put a red X on those things, you would totally do that in our modern time for an abandoned building. Um, and... Cax, you were the first one to notice it is starting to snow. Would I know if that's unusual? Yes, you would. Have you guys ever seen snow? What's snow? Yeah. Got a handful of missions in it. It's a pain in the ass. Why? So, uh, it, it might be starting to snow. So, snow is is or how do you describe snow uh it's this like powdery cold rain <laughs> if that makes sense it doesn't like wash down the the ground like rain does it kind of stays on the ground and piles up and it's really really cold and it can get over my head if it if it goes long enough but it probably won't do that i've only seen it on the ground i've never seen it rain so well no it, it it like comes from the sky and lands on the ground and piles up like like hmm. rain does but rain washes away because it's like sky water i'm gonna look up and see if i can see what the fuck he's talking about 
And as you look up into the uh, darker, overcast sky now, the sun, you can see it. It's its starting to make its descent, but it's really blocked by some darker clouds. Um, you start seeing some, like, weird fluff balls just float down around you. And it's, it's starting to become more apparent. Everyone sees it now. It, it looked like it had just started, and that's why Cax had noticed it first. I'm going to reach out and try and catch one. Okay. So you just let it, like, land on your hand, or you try to, like, snatch it? Just land on my hand. Okay. And as it does, it it just kind of sits there, and you kind of, like, take your other finger and, like, go to touch it. And it kind of smears on your hand into a, a smoky black. This isn't rainwater. I'll like show it to show my hand to Cax. Be like, you said it was rain. That's not rain. That. Hmm. That. That might be just like ash falling from the sky. Looks like snow. Can I like reach into Thrym's hand and taste it? Like, with my finger and taste it. I just kind of got a mental picture of just taking his hand and going, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you, you can, and it it tastes like a campfire. Does it taste like ash? It tastes like ash. Yeah, yeah that's not snow, that's, that's just ash. And it's starting to kind of come down moderately heavy now. Um so that the the mountain ahead of you kind of has a little bit of a blur to it with how dense it is in that direction. Something so is happening. Snowing. It's ashing. Why would it be ashing? Well, there's 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 smoke. Like a like a thick black smoke we saw earlier. We should maybe that's that is something's burning really hot. I'm just going to look back at Nex and go, keep going, right? We might as well. I mean, we're heading towards fire. It's raining ash. It makes sense. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So I'll keep walking. Sure. Um, you so know what rain is, but you don't know what snow is. How long have we've... you guys been, been, been on the surface? A few months. Oh, okay, that's fair. So you guys continue walking, and, and you kind of get um, past a couple of the, the dilapidated buildings, and now everything is now starting to have a mild coating. Um, you can still tell that, like, you know, the, the grass is has turned from, like, a vibrant green of the forest to, like, a like a brown, brownish-orange color. The trees still have their autumn colors to them, but a lot of the surfaces all around are starting to get darkened by the ashfall. Um, Do these trees look anything like what we fought in that forest? No, they're similar because um, some of the pine trees did uh, give off like a diseased pallor to them, but they also looked kind of like shit too, where like you could tell like chunks of them were missing or like there were pine needles that just had like a weird pallor to them. Um, all the trees here, they look healthy. They just seem to be a different color than you're used to. Just because the color's similar, Thrym is really on his guard now. Okay. Um, 
And as everyone in the back sees Thrym kind of get into a little bit of a defensive stance, um, everyone now feels this massive vibration, followed by two seconds later, like a crack and rumbling from up ahead. And as that happens, the plume of smoke coming from has increased by about 50%. And as that happens, and the vibrations cease, the vibrations last for about four to five seconds. Thrym, you know exactly where they're coming from now, and they've obviously grown in intensity. As the vibrations stop from a couple of the buildings around you, you guys start hearing moaning. And not the moaning of a bugbear, but pale, echoey, uh, moans and Thrym and Nyx ahead of you one of the buildings that's dilapidated these creatures begin to pour out and Key and Cax behind you another one of these buildings that didn't look like much a couple of humanoid creatures begin filing out of the buildings and both squads of them uh, spot all of you. And I think... Well, fuck. Well, hell. I'll bring you over to the map screen. And Ooh, I think Texas. we will uh, use this moment to take our break. And we'll be back shortly with our initiative rolls. And we are back. So, there are some creepy humanoid that they look uh all of them seem to look human uh male and female it's hard to kind of distinguish um from the sudden rush out of the building they are shambling um so we will roll initiative and um first thing if you guys could place yourselves within the red square where you'd want to set up we came from the south right uh you came from the south yes um Probably hanging back. Probably hanging back Thrym, a bit. You can guard them from the south. I'll act as a buffer from the northern party. Or do you want the north? Well, I was the one that was walking in front, just like let's keep going. So I'd be in front yeah. somewhere. All right. I guess I'll drop back for them. Am I good on the line, or do you want me in the box? Let me see. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. All right that uh go ahead roll your initiatives and please uh let me know while typing that in what you got so that way our audience knows what you got as well one of my d20s is bad hey key just a reminder i am as tanky as you i am as tanky as you just really? for the record yeah Ooh. Ooh. Rolling hot in combat tonight, boys. That's a 26 initiative. Jesus Christ. Uh, 13 for next. Ew. Remember, Cax is dumb, but he knows what's happening around him. <laughs> Alright. And with that, these... 21. These moaning, uh, moderately rotting creatures are rushing out of two of these dilapidated buildings. Uh, you're noticing they seem to already be covered in uh, a gray material. 
that is separate from any blood or or dried up blood or any sort of fluids that leak onto their bodies. And with that, Pax, you are up. So, just a quick reminder: um, we do allow bonus action attacks, but you don't get your proficiency mod. Uh, correct. To get or with melee weapons, right? That's melee offhand. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. Cool. Um, I'm gonna drop ten feet to the south and fire whisper on this guy here. Sure. That forward most. Okay. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Both shots. Um, that is a 19 crit and a 15. Alright, bulls hit. Awesome. We will roll critical damage first. And it double dice rolls. Um, I actually rolled two threes there. Because uh, I rolled two dice instead of just rolling one and doubling it. So that's 10 piercing on that shot. Okay. And then that is 16 total piercing damage. 16 total? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. Um, as your first arrow uh, kind of penetrates into the chest of this uh, zombie-looking creature, um, it begins to shake a little bit. And as that happens... It kind of like gives a burst, and this like powder, the powder that's covering its body, kind of blows out in a certain radius around it. And it almost looks like the dust mode, so it looks like the ash falling from the sky, and as it explodes out, it like settles around the zombie. Um, and it is still. I can't say it's alive, can I? Uh, but. Still standing. It's still standing. It's not re dead. It's not re dead. It's not deader. Oh, deader. God. The screams <laughs> from the re dead. <laughs> no, come on. That's an ocarina of time callback. Get with it. Oh, my right. bad. Oh, fuck. I'm going to have nightmares about that. I just realized that. Yeah. And because of the time of day and like thickness of the cloud, we don't have sunlight sensitivity, correct? Uh, yeah, it's overcast and the sun is starting to set, so you're golden. Okay. You and Nix are fine. I just wanted to double check on that one. Yes, sir. So is that your turn? That'll be the end of my turn then. Cool. Thrim. Uh, and 15 feet to here. And then I'm going to burn. Wait. We took a long rest at the end, right? Yes, yep. Okay, I was pretty sure, but I wanted to make sure. So I'm going to burn a second level spot, the slot, and cast... Ag... I don't know how to pronounce that. Agonizer's Scorcher. So I need them to... Everybody in a 30-foot line, so those three in front of, in front of me, need to make a DC-12 deck save. Okay. Uh, first one in front of you succeeds, cocked, uh, second one fails, and third one fails. Alright, horrible. Alright, so the two that failed take 14 points of damage, and the one that succeeded takes 7. Damn, okay. And, yeah, I'll stay there, that'll be my turn. Okay, and how does your, how does that spell come out? Can you describe what happens when you cast that? 
Uh, so I take, I have thunder in my hands and I point it in the middle finger on Feral's and just a giant, kind of like Nix's lightning bolt, a thing of, except it's fire, a thing of fire just comes out and just scorches right through him. Okay. And as the flames kind of go, essentially like, hits the first one, the flames wrap around and go to the next one, and then wrap around and go to the next one, uh, you, uh, you're noticing now, uh, one after another, these three begin to shake and then explode out into like a cloud of ash that falls in front of you, doesn't reach you, and it's right out of range of you. I'm just marking that that effect has happened with these guys, so I don't forget. Okay. Cool. Alright, and that's your go. Yep. Oh, I didn't do the health on one of them for my own tracking. Cool. Okay. Nix. Alright, um, not wanting to get too close to any of these groups of dusty zombies. Dusty zombies. Nix is going to kind of center himself a little bit, move up a little bit, and he's going to fire a chaos bolt. Oh, can you see where I'm clicking? Uh, double click. There's like a way to do like a little, uh... Click and hold. Radar. Yeah, hold it down. Oh, there we go. Yeah. As we all do it. <laughs> ah, look at that. Yeah. New radar. yeah, so I'm going to target him with a chaos bolt. Okay, I'm sorry. Which one again? Okay. That boy. That boy, uh, right over there. As a point of order, how long has it been since we entered the forest? Ooh, that is a good call. But if it's been more Two, than eight hours. Three, four, five, six. It's been about the seven hour mark. Alright, so my mage armor's still up. Yes. Alright, cool. Yeah. So I'm throwing a chaos bolt at that dusty zombie. Dusty zombies. Natural 20. No oh. fucking way. Not even We're lying. Finally gonna get to see it. Natural No no, this is natural twenty. This doesn't determine. Oh, anything it doesn't else. do the thing. Okay. No, I, I have to get double I have to get yeah. twinsies on the eights. To get the fun part. Twinsies. Damn it. Alright, so Never mind. That's... We're not gonna get to see it, guys. Everyone nope, go home. We're not gonna get to see it. Sorry. Session's over, fuck this. <laughs> but I, I get I get to do my preference, so it's thirteen points of lightning damage. Okay. Cool. Oh no, sorry. I have to double the dice because it's a natural twenty. So it's 26 points of lightning damage. 26, alright. So, Ooh. as the uh, chaos bolt swirls through the air and you see uh, a green and a, a blue and a red, finally it settles on like an icy blue as it smacks it and immediately like bolts of electricity begin to arc throughout its body. Thrim, you have to shield your eyes for a moment as the creature in front of you um, gets electrified. I didn't put the fucking thing on here. Sorry. So of course they have that lovely feature that everyone fucking hates. Ooh, or from a critical hit. All right, so this zombie uh, crumples to the ground dead. Perfect. And seeing that that one has fallen, I'm going to turn to the other group, use my bonus action, and cast Spiritual Weapon. Ah! Oh! Yeah. As I place... One hand on the hilt of my sword. I'm just gonna delete this guy. Raise the other oh, the one hand. 
I'm gonna raise the other hand towards the other group of zombies and place my spiritual weapon right here next to these boys. Okay. And you see materialize in front of them kind of an ethereal version of my typical sword, but just glowing in electric blue. I like it. And I will make a... It counts as... Oh, no, I'm still trying. Hold on. All right. <clears throat> and as soon as I cast it, I can use it to attack that guy right there. Yes, you can. The one uh, with the marker or the one on the left of that? Sorry. The one with the no. marker. Okay, okay. That's cocked. Come on. Oh, natural one. Misses. Oh! Opposite ends of the spectrum. That was fun. <laughs> Those are some pretty heady odds right there. Yeah, there's right. two nat ones on that die, so I think he's done for the night. Yeah, dice jail, baby. Get yep, him out of you're, there. You're gone. All right, that's your go? Yeah. Hold on a moment. All right, with that. Uh, what, does that what does that count? They can move, I'm assuming, right? They can move around a spiritual weapon, or can they move through it? It's technically... Because if it's an enemy, they're not supposed to be able to move through it. Yeah, but, but if it's, it's an ethereal weapon it's... floating in the space, I imagine they can move. It's not. It's not like it's a person. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't get attacks of opportunity. It's just there. They can probably make their way around it. Yeah. Um. So for for this, I'm gonna group it up into like the southern group and the northern group. So that's five, ten. 15, 20, 5, 10, 5, 10, 15, 20, 20, 5, 10, 15, 20. Um, so two attacks against Key and two attacks against Cax. Um, we'll do the ones against Key first. Uh, 15 and a natural one. Neither of those are going to hit. Okay. So you just they just do that like typical flail with their arms towards you. And Cax, we have a twenty and a twenty-one. Oh well, you know, my AC being ninety-six, the both of those will hit this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> I wish right. my AC was my initiative roll. I would take that. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I have a 9, sometimes I have a 28. <laughs> uh, 7. Uh, 13 points of bludgeoning damage between the two. Ooh. That smacked on ya. So when I die here, I'm I as a player am purely going to blame uh, Nyx and Robin um, for using Shocking Grasp on me earlier. Yeah, that's what you get for asking what magic feels like. That's fair. What happened to I'm just as tanky as you? Um, I never said my defensive stats were the same. Yeah, fair enough. I can give you that. Okay. So, with the shambling of the zombies, Thrym, uh, two of them are going to attack you. Uh, one of them is a natural 20, and the other one's a 15. Uh, the 15 misses. Okay. 
that is 12. 14 points of bludgeoning damage as uh, the one that you had struck immediately uh, seemed to have gotten some sort of extra oomph from uh, your flame. So as it smacks you, you feel the heat on its body and it just adds to the blow coming down on you. Um, and that is all of the zombies. And that goes to Key. All right. Well, I will swing my hammer as one does. As as typically one does in combat. Yes, quite indubitably. Uh, fucking that one. Oh my goodness gracious! Whoa, what's that? That's my spiritual weapon. It'll make it easier for me to move it around. What'd you do that? How'd you do that? Just make like a token? No, no, I draw shape. Oh, and just move it's it my, around. Oh, cool. It's my, it's my base color with a filler color, and I, you hold down Alt to make a circle, so ta-da, now I have a spiritual weapon. I wonder if I can actually like make tokens for you guys to use for specific things. I was thinking about making a token for my weapon. Yeah. You can. Okay, yeah, maybe next time I'll do that for, you know, we'll get together with a bunch of spells and stuff, so that way, like, an effect will come out, and all you have to do is drag out the token and then stretch it out to whatever you need it to be, or yeah. shit like that, yeah. All right, putting that in my notes. So you missed on... Which one were you hitting? Uh, The one at the very top. Okay, cool. This. All right, so your first attack's mixed. Yeah, I have extra attack, though. You... Yes, you do. Mm, yes. So I will try to roll again. Uh, does a 17 hit? 17 hits. And you're using the hammer? Yeah. So you just slam this thing right in the shoulder, and you're hearing bones pop in it. Uh, for how much damage? Uh, let's find out. Let's find out. Seven. Okay. And okay. As the, as the blow impacts in, you see it begin to shake and explode into this, like, dust cloud that settles uh, around you, Key. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. You have to beat a DC of 10. All right. Oh, I don't have that. 19. 19. So this pop, you managed to avoid getting it in your eyes as mo all of a sudden your your front of your armor is just covered in like a almost mucusy like ash gelatin all right uh, you managed to avoid any sort of ill effects from that okay okay all right and uh, remember you are allowed to shift 5 feet as a movement if you'd like um no nah, i think i'm going to stay there sure cuz they're on me, not Nyx, so. Uh, Cax, you're up. I am going to... Switching weapons is a free action, isn't it? As long as you technically have it, like, wielded, like, on your body, yes. Okay. If it's in, like, the bag of holding, no. Okay, I'm gonna... I'm gonna switch hands with my bow and pull out my rapier real quick and attack this guy with my rapier twice and i'm sorry which guy again my apologies i didn't um, see the blip okay the one that that is uh already expended his explosives okay 
Um, that is a, excuse me for two seconds here. That's an 11 and a 13. 11, 13, both hit. Awesome. Okay. So that'll be, I think it's the ones that I lost. Nope, they aren't. Okay. <laughs> um, that's 10, 17 damage. 17 damage. All right, so as you go to uh, do like a, a double slash with the rapier, um, it seems to like go down at his knees and look like about to falter over and something strange happens where it doesn't quite fall and just kind of like gets back up uh, on its feet again. But this thing looks uh, battered to hell. Okay. And then I'd like to use my movement to to jump back five feet. Sure thing. And as I do that, I would like to use my action surge. And then drop the rapier and fire the bow once at each of the two guys that were next to me. Sure. Alright, so first the the one that I hit with the rapier. Okay. Um, that'll be a dirty twenty. That's five points of piercing. Five points of piercing. And with that, you manage to get it, like, through its nose into its, like, head hole. Can't think of words right now. Uh, And it falls back, and it doesn't seem to be moving anymore. All right, and the second shot into the other one that was remaining. And that'll be a 19 crit. Yes, sir. Um, You've already gotten so many crits out of that, it's ridiculous. It's awesome. That'll be 12 points of piercing. Excellent. And just like with um, the ones you see that seems to be causing a reaction the first time they get hit, and this one explodes into a, a, a puff of ash, but you are far enough away where there are no ill effects. Right, and that will end my turn. Cool. Thrim. <laughs> Alright. So, which one hit me with the crit? Uh, it would have been uh, the one neck on your left. Alright. So you're going to see the Fist of Thunder tighten just a little bit, and Green Flame just go all around it as I cast the Cantrip Green Flame Blade. Cool. And I'm going to go and try and hit him. I'm going to imagine a 22 hits it. Yes, sir. That hits. So that's... Indubitably. That's 23 points of damage to him. And then the guy to his right takes six points of damage okay all right the the one that you slammed with the green flame blade uh keels right over and does not move um and this one i'm sorry took how much damage six six okay all right that one looks super shaky i'm gonna turn to him who got hit with it and i'm gonna try and swing at him God, I love that war magic. War magic, baby. 19 to hit. That's a hit. 
11 points of damage. Points of damage. And that one crumples to the ground and does not get back up. I keep deleting the one that I have in the initiative for. And... Yeah, I'm gonna stay there. Sure. Actually, hold on. Yeah, you get full freedom of movement there. I'm gonna move to here. Aw, oh, you're keeping him protected. That'll be my turn. Cool. Nix. Alright. I know what you're gonna do. I know what you're gonna do. I don't. Yeah, I do. I don't. Of course I do. So, right in this square, I am placing fairy fire. Okay. All four of those zombies need to make a dex save of 15. Or be highlighted. Alright, let's see. I'll do the top left, top right, and just move my way down. Uh, what is it again? I'm sorry? The dex save, 15. Dex save, 15. So uh, the first one in the top left uh, meets 15. Okay, so he'll save. Uh, the one on the right rolled a natural one. So I'm just going to put a little, little heart on there. The one below okay. the one, uh, this one failed as well. And the final one towards the bottom failed that one. All right, so those three. So the, these guys are, what, what color is your fairy fire? Blue. Blue. So the three of those motherfuckers are, uh, have a nice little blue glow to them that makes them scream, hit me in the face. Yep. <clears throat> and then I am going to swing the spiritual weapon at this one right here to the left of key. Will a fourteen hit? Yes, sir. It will. Right. These guys have jack shit for AC. Yeah, I had a feeling for nine points of bludgeoning damage. Awesome. Or force damage, rather. Or, okay. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. Yeah. It says here it's force. So yeah, okay. nine points of force damage against him. And I am holding my ground. Sure. So that goes to the zombies. I'll do the um, bottom ones first again. That guy's moving there. That guy's moving there. And so three on key and two on Cax. So to the one on your left. I got to beat a 20, right? For you, key? Yep. Okay. So the first one misses. Second one misses. Third one misses. They were. Are they all, within two? They were in single digits, so no. Ah. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm keeping an eye on that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, so exci I'm excited for that. All three of them, you definitely. They one of them smacks up against your armor, and the other two, you just kind of do a little bit of a weave, and they're not able to smack you down. Uh, Cax, the first one misses you, and the second one is a 17. And it's okay. <laughs> they have to beat a 14 on me. Okay, Here. and we'll the slam the just grazes you for three points of bludgeoning damage. Um, and then the top boys, these guys, unfortunately for Thrym, are just kind of moving on the first thing they fucking see. So three on Thrym. Uh, that's a seven, a seven, and a 23. 
Uh, well, I'd imagine you know only one hit. <laughs> I just double check it in case I, I, I misconstrued stuff. So the one on the bottom is hitting you for seven points of bludgeoning damage. And that will do the zombies. Keep. I think uh I think it's time to crack out the spider legs. Or or you know what? No, never mind. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep swinging. I'm I'm not gonna use my one usage of that. So I'm just gonna swing at the one I was swinging at before. Fair thing. Uh, twenty-seven to hit. Twenty-seven to hit is a massive okay on hit. For another seven damage. Cool. And then I'll swing again, as one does. As one does in situations like this. For nineteen to hit. Yes, sir. For nine damage. Nine damage. And this zombie crumbles to the ground and does not get back up. Just beat the damn thing down. You smooshed it. You, you, you turned it into a nice ashy paste. Need some hmm. perhaps, I, perhaps this puree <laughs> will go good with nothing. <laughs> if you mix it up with some water, it'll really clean out your bowels. Oh, God. Duly noted. I like how Cax leaves his hit points out on the field like that. Yeah, it, uh, if you click on my character DM, you can actually see in the blue circle there my AC as well. <clears throat> That's that is exactly what I do with my monsters. Yep. All right. Well, uh, players can't see anything. Hmm. Oh, weird. Um, you know what? I'm going to use uh. I'm going to pull out a little pin that's three feathers and the zombie uh, on the direct left of uh, Cax. I am going to kind of like wave it from my butt like I'm farting and just blowing it over. <laughs> just kind of yeah, yeah, just kind of wave it over. Okay. So you need to make a charisma saving throw of Fourteen. Yeah, because you know zombies are fucking crazy good with charisma. He fails that. Yeah. All right. So he has to attack me the next turn. Yes, he does. That's how you chose to taunt a zombie. <laughs> I'm in the heat of battle. I'm not thinking. He's just Who waving his. <laughs> I actually got that reference. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. That's your Goki? Uh, yep. That's that's my turn. Cool. Cax. So does that mean that that zombie can't uh, use its reaction to attack me, or does it have to next attack action attack you? No, it you? is currently turning away from you. Okay. You get the impression that somehow... Somehow or another, that one you're pretty sure is gonna not attack you. Come next okay. turn. Um, I'm gonna do my Assassin's Creed-esque dodge backwards five feet. Okay. <laughs> um, and since you said that they they're glowing blue, like just screaming, yeah. shoot me. 
Like, I've the only thing that's been playing in my mind is the Borderlands 2, like, face make shooty face or whatever. The dude right just screaming, in the face! Shoot me in the face! Do it! Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure that this man gets the face shot he's been looking gets for. Gets the, the face shot with fairy fire, which means you get advantage. advantage? Yes, yeah, you do. yeah. The first shot. Woohoo! Glad I had advantage. Uh, dirty 20. Okay. I rolled a 1 and an 11, so there were three ones in the dice tray. Jesus. Uh, that's, um, seven points of piercing on that one. Okay. On the lower guy. Yep. And then, second one is a 26 to hit. Yes, sir. Alright, cool. Just wanted to make sure that one would hit. And have another seven points, so 14 total points of piercing damage to the Excellent. southernmost guy. Okay. And you see this one bubble and shake a little bit as the, the puff cloud engulfs the five feet area around him harmlessly. And that'll end my turn. Sure. Thram. All right. So I'm going to swing at the guy that hit me. Is to my lower right, I believe. Yep, that dude right there. But again, you're gonna see that green flame come out. Okay. Uh, 50, uh, 14 to hit. Excuse me. 14 hits. 50 to hit, wow. <laughs> what are we, fucking level 20 here, guys? <coughs> so that's 18 points of damage to him. Okay. And then three points of damage to the guy right beside him. Sure thing. Alright, my friend. Uh, both of them uh, expel the uh, ash puffs, so I need you to make me uh, two constitution saving throws. You have to be 10. 11. Oh! And 14. 14. Awesome. You yet again shield your eyes. So you, you as well shield your eyes from the expulsion of ash coming from their bodies. And then I'm gonna hit the one remaining dude. Okay. I'm guessing 10 doesn't hit. 10 beats their AC. Really? Yes, it does. Right. These things are, are not dodging blows at all. <laughs> 14 points of damage. 14 points. I need you to make a constitution saving throw of 10. Natural 20. Beautiful. You blow it back into their eyes. You... <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, what you doing, Thrym? I can still move. I'm gonna move... Well, not like that, I'm not. I'm gonna select the right tool first. And I'm gonna move... Set this tool. Okay, so just so you're aware, if you move more than five feet, you're going to get uh, three attacks of opportunity on you. Oh, I thought they were down. Nope, they they just expelled their ash puff. They got their ash. Gotcha. My bad. No I worries. thought that happened when they died. In that case, I'm staying right there. Cool. No, as far as you guys have been able to tell, that only happens the first time they take damage. Gotcha. Uh, Nyx. Alright. 
assuming that the other guys have this handled, and seeing that Thrym is slowly getting surrounded, I'm going to use my bonus action to take another swing at the zombie it's next to. 13 to hit. 13's good. What the... Yeah, they have no AC, do they? They have fucking jack shit. For... I rolled the wrong uh, For five points of force damage. Okay, and that's the one next to Key? Yeah, right next to Key. Okay. Five points. And uh, Key, I need you to make me a constitution save throw of ten or higher. Okay. Oh, this is a saving throw. I get my plus uh, four. Fucking garbage. Twenty-two. You motherfuckers. Okay. Do I pass? <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you definitely pass. You good. All right, and uh, I'm going to move down one, over, and I think you know what's going to happen. Yeah, I see it now. Now, is there a way that I can... Yeah, yeah. looks like that's just, perfect. Just like that. Thrim, stick your arm out. Yeah, Thrim, stick your <laughs> arm out. And I am casting Lightning Bolt in that line. Excellent. DC 15, deck save. Okay, the one closest to you fails. The one in the middle succeeds. And the one in the back fails. Oh, so many ones. Ooh. 23 points of lightning damage on anyone that failed. Okay. That's 11 points on successes. 11 points, so the one in the middle is the only one who isn't going to get his shit kicked in. Alright, and... That will end my turn. My zombies are having the worst fucking luck. The one in the back and the one in the front... Uh, collapse and do not move. Okay. That's a you go. And that's me. Freaking deleted my one zombie again. Fucking hell. Dude. I know, I gotta figure this Just, shit out. No, no. Create a zombie token off in the corner that's not actually in play. And that's a that good fucking idea. Like, we know it's not in play. It's just your... That's your look, initiative holder. Look at you. That's... That's what I do as well. <laughs> I leave you guys. one. I leave one of every token off the map. That way, I'm like, okay, these are my initiative holders. I like that. I never even thought of that. That's a beautiful thing. We're all learning from each other. Key, you're yeah. up. Learn things. All right. I will swing at the one on the left that a uh, Robin's celestial weapon had hit. Okay. Eleven hits. Eleven right. Hits. Yes, sir. All right, good. I rolled a three, and I get a plus eight. Here. <laughs> For uh, 13 damage. Okay, awesome. He's still standing? He is still standing. All right. I guess one more swing couldn't hurt. Oh, me at least. <laughs> 23. 23 hits. For 11 damage. Right. This thing is hanging on by a fucking tendon. Um Is there anything I can do? Uh, Bandit shield bash, because that would be badass. 
I can't do that as a bonus action, can I? Uh, not that I'm aware of, no. Yeah, I don't think so. But it would be badass. It would be badass. I mean, technically, <laughs> you could do that as one of your attacks. I don't know the damage <laughs> on that, though. You know what? Would you let me use the Divine Smite on that second attack? Yeah, because you get to, as long as you hit, you get to choose when you do yep. that, right? What? Yep. When I yeah. when you hit a creature with melee weapon attack, you can spend one spell slot. All right. Yeah, and that's uh, is that radiant damage? Add, uh, yep. So add okay. thirteen radiant damage. All right. Uh, regardless of how much damage that thing, almost like crumples to ash even more than it already is, and kind of blows away in the wind. Did Nick uh, see I'm, that? Uh. No, I was facing the wrong way. You were facing the wrong way. Damn. I am gonna yell out, uh, try to keep one alive. I want to test something. And, uh, that'll end my turn. Sure. Cax. Um, I think the zombies missed their turn this round, didn't they? I think I did. No, you got... Because I added the... Hold on. You got your, uh... you had your green flame blade. Yeah, you had your turn. uh, Okay. I wall up the lightning bolt. Okay. Alright. Oh, yeah, yeah, then it would have been. It would have been zombies yeah. missing a turn. My bad. Yeah, I was the, like the right turn. up on the turn order. I was like, what the fuck's coming up? Yeah, and okay. then the, uh, the token got deleted. Call, and yeah, and then it fucked up my initiative order. Alright. Um, I'll, I'll let them go before I go, you know, just to oh, be how, fair. How, how generous. <laughs> That's adorable. Um, wait, this one actually got taunted towards you. They were here. That one was here. So this one. Uh, walks towards you. This one is still going after Cax. Um, so... Cax, roll me a perception check as that one comes towards you. Wow, that's a hot die. Um, 22. From behind you, the building that you're kind of close to, you're hearing a, a growl that begins to grow in intensity. And it's almost right as the zombie starts swinging at you. It almost sounds like a like raging scream from inside that house. As the I'll start with the one attacking you uh, for ten, so that misses. And two against you, key fifteen and a twenty-two. Uh, twenty-two will hit for four points of bludgeoning damage. And Thrim, uh, 21 to hit. Yeah, that hits. For six points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, Cax, right as you avoid the blow, um, you hear this loud crash come from the structure behind you, and Kesey is the first one to see this, this roided-out version of the Ash Zombies busts through like the fucking Hulk through a plastered wall. Yo, we're playing The Last of Us. <laughs> and um, Thrym, uh, roughly at the same time, um, near you, you hear a growl coming from uh, that building that the, they rushed out of. And bursting through the wall, another one of the larger variants uh, come charging out of the wall. They have the same initiative order. 
So they moved five feet and five feet. So they moved five feet. All right. So, uh, Cax, uh, you're the first one that the larger variant sees. Mm -hmm. So that is a 19 hit. Yeah, that'll hit. This time. I swear I'm not picking on you. Nah, it's fine. It's just your positioning. <laughs> yeah, no, my positioning this battle kind of sucked, but that's okay. Uh, six, seven, uh, 11 points of bludgeoning damage as this monstrous arm just beats down on your head. And the other one uh, moves five feet towards you, Thrym. And 20 to hit. Dirty 20. Dirty, filthy 20. Sexy 20. Uh, 21 points of bludgeoning damage as this lumbering creature does the same overhead slam. You go to block it, but the strength is just overpowering you as this dead weight just clonks right down on your head. And that is the zombie's turn. Key, you had... Yeah, Key went, so it's my Key turn went, now. yeah. And then... Cax, top of the order. Okay. Well, that changes my plan ever so slightly. Um, <laughs> I'm going to drop five feet this way. Dude, I'm loving the idea of just kiting the shit out of these zombies. It's <laughs> <laughs> been working pretty step, good, yeah. Take a step backwards and knock another arrow. Um, so the, uh, the one up north is within five feet of thrip correct yes he is okay cool i'm gonna fire my first shot at the one that came out of the wall near me the larger one sure um and that is an 18 to hit sorry that is an 18 to hit that hits okay cool and that'll do four points of damage minimum damage okay and, and it just we... looks like the arrow, like, pierces. Um, and just like all the other ones, his body shakes and gives off the puff. Um, and this one, though, because of his large size, uh, does go out in a larger radius from him, which is 10 feet, but he's centered there. So that still doesn't hit any of you guys, so you guys are safe exactly what I wanted to do with that. And then I'm going to fire my other shot at the smaller zombie sure. uh, down below me. Okay. Um, and that is an 18 to hit. Yes, sir. Ooh, I dropped that die. That's unfortunate. That was max damage. Um, Still max damage. It's 10 points, or uh, 10 piercing. Sweet. Okay. That one's barely hanging on. And ba -ba -ba -ba, that'll do it for me. Sure. Thrim, you got a big uh, old chungus in front of you. Well, I'm going to start with the guy right in front of me. Okay. And I'm going to swing at him. That's a nine to hit. A nine to hit misses. And I'm going to swing at How fucking again. low is your roll on that, by the way? A two. Oh. Let's say three or higher and you got it, you know? Yep. 
That's a 21 to hit. That is much better. 14 points of damage. Excellent. That one... These poor zombies are not getting back up. Get a... That doesn't take a bonus action to make that second hit, right? Uh, it, as part of your two attacks? No. Yeah. That's, that's as part of that one attack action. So I am going to take my second wind and... Oh, fuck. I believe it's that plus my constitution. Oh, fighter level. That's better. Alright, so I'm going to do that. So I add nine health points. And that'll be... Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna move back to here. Actually, I'm gonna move over to here, and that'll be my turn. Okay, so you're taking an attack of opportunity from Big Beefy Boy. I. I was here, right? Yep, that's within five feet of it. Oh, we're using the hex. Yeah, we're using the hex, and it's a it's a and large he's, creature. And he's so it, yep. it's a, it has a much larger radius for that. In that case, I'm just going to stay there. Yeah, I forgot okay. about that. That's my bad. No, no worries, man. <clears throat> All right, Nyx. Nyx is a little torn. He just fired a lightning bolt. It probably passed through that building and drew out a bigger zombie. Roll an intelligence check for me. Yeah. Uh, let me check modifier... 15. Yes, you are almost certain the the rumbling started to stir them, and then the lightning bolt sealed the deal on the larger ones coming out of their slumber. Oh, too late for that now. Alright, I am going to move my spiritual weapon. I can move it up to 20 feet and have it attack this fuckwad. That piece of poopy. Ooh, for an 11 to hit. 11 hits. Ow. Oh, okay. For 12 points of force hey, damage. That's pretty good. All right. That. Uh, key. Uh, Constitution saber throw a 10. Uh, these are scary. You know that, right? I... Oh, 100%. I'm well aware. <laughs> Six? Six. Is that higher than ten? That is not higher than ten. I finally got one of you motherfuckers. Uh, you ha- are essentially... Oh, wait, wait, what? it's a saving throw. I get it's plus four. It's a saving four. throw. You do. So it's a ten? Ten. Ten. So you meet it. So you're good. Damn, you bro. get one of us fuckers. <laughs> I'm, nope. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I've been stepping back and trying to pop them with no one in range. Nope, dude, that's... No, nope, you got... Yeah, I gave you guys that information, and you guys have been doing excellent with that. That's right. why I dropped back and fired one shot at it. I was like, I don't want to be close. I don't want to get covered with this dust. Can the I... first time you said it, I'm like... Since I'm was facing his direction. Did I see how badly beat up Thrym got? Uh, I'd, I'd say in your peripheral, you've been kind of monitoring that too, because like that thing coming out would have drawn <clears throat> your attention to like quickly glance backwards to see it coming out, so you would have probably seen Thrym in passing to see that he's 
he's been getting kind of beat up on. All right, then I'm just gonna run up behind Thrym. I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds on him. Thank God. <laughs> and I'm gonna do it at second level because I don't have a lot of second level stuff for him. But for 10 points of healing. Awesome. And that will end my turn. Okay. Alright, so do little baby Zeds first. I'll do keys two first. And both of them are not going to meet his AC. Cax definitely avoids an attack from his little baby zombie. Um, let me see. Those ones can move 30. Okay, so uh, the one closest to you, Cax, you see him kind of like crouch down a little bit, and surprisingly, with an amount of speed that you did not anticipate, the giant one begins to run into you, slam you, and then run past you. Um, also hitting that zombie. So as it's coming by, it be- it tries to like grab you in its arms and like just smack you. So that is a natural one on you, Cax. Ooh. And I'm all the hit, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking David and Goliath with that shit. And the zombie gets hit. And. None of the zombies are saving on Undead Fortitude tonight. And that one crumples to dust. And this one uh, next to you, Thrym, is pretty laser focused on you. And fucking natural one again, as it just tries to lumber down this giant blow, you're able just to kind of like script to the side as like the cobblestone beneath you just kind of pops up from like the flinging of the hammer of his uh of his sorry his arm into the ground and that is the zombie's turn key all right okay i want to go help but nah. i'll just swing at the zombie below me sure 11 hits yes, sir hits for uh 13 damage Still kicking. All right. Barely. I'm going to, and Barely. on that one, I'm going to use a divine smite. Okay. For an extra eleven. That is enough, and it's radiant damage. So yet again, it kind of crumples to ash on the ground and with the wind. And the one above me. Oh, did it, you roll with advantage? It doesn't matter, but you rolled with advantage on that, right? No. Should, should I just re-roll the 20 to see uh, if I crit? Yeah, yeah. Holy fuck, I do. Bullshit. Calling it. I want to see it. I'm not recording. Probably, How do I... We're, pro- we're probably going to fuck, fuck this whole thing up. <laughs> oh, <Hey>. baby! <laughs> Alright, so in that case... uh. Well, so that would have been over the threshold, so that wasn't radiant damage. 
and my zombies can't pull off their undead fortune, so you save your divine smite. You you didn't use it because you didn't attack again, or did you attack twice? No, 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 no. That was just the first one. That okay, I had the yeah, no. With added. with that blow, without the divine smite, uh, you you kind of squished it into oblivion there. All right, and this next one is in between hexagons. Uh, uh which one is it on? Like, can I move up? Oh, is it not? Inside yeah, in that? Oh, that's weird no, on it's, mine. It's in between two. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's weird on mine. It's right in right in the middle. Damn. Fucking weird. Yeah. On mine it, you, you're right next to it. End. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right next to it on, on yours. No matter where you are. Okay. So uh, well, more I guess... strategic for you. Well, is it the um celestial weapon that gave me advantage? No, it's the fairy fire. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I'll step up and hit this one. Okay. For mm -hmm. 17. And I am going to Divine Smite this one. What was our, so what was our ruling on attack, move, attack on that? Uh, you're allowed well, to. This is extra attack. So. Yeah. Just because I get to attack. A while, a while back. We were we weren't yeah. sure if like you yeah, had to like he didn't technically have to move to make that swing. Yeah, he so was next to both, so it, it, it wouldn't matter. In this it wouldn't case. matter. Yeah, you're right, because he could just move after that spot, regardless. Okay, yeah. All right, uh, twenty damage. Twenty damage. Twenty twenty damage. Nine of it radiant. These zombies can't catch a break tonight. Cool. That one is zombie toast. Oh, I've already I've already used the barb. No. Uh for bonus action. I don't think I got much. Uh Ah, I'll actually use my vow of enmity against the big one against the tree. Er Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay, sweet. He's within 10 feet too. So So what does that do again? Uh, it gives me advantage on it until it's dead or I'm unconscious. Okie doke. It's the vow of fuck you. Yeah. It's a pretty good vow. Alright. Cax, top of the order. Alright, so... I... dropped my rapier. Yes. Okay. Um... We're going to do another switcheroo bow to offhand and pull out the scimitar that we picked up from the dirty fucking dwarf. It's shit. And we're uh, we're going to wallop this dude with the scimitar twice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that one won't hit. That's a nine. Uh, but that's a 17. That should hit. That hits. All right. Um, for... 10 points of slashing. 10 points. Okay. And then we're gonna drop 5 feet. Oops, that's 10 feet. 5 feet that way. That's your go. Um, yep, and I'll I'll expend a, a bonus action to reholster this scimitar and uh, switch my bow back to my primary. Okay. Thram! Alright. Come, come to dinner! So... Do I have to move closer, or is he in me melee range? No, you guys are in melee range with each other. 
Alright. So, I'm gonna glance back and see the guy behind me and I'm gonna cast Toll the Dead. So he has to make a a wisdom save of 12. Wisdom save of 12, you say? My zombies are not wise. He fails. And he just hit him, so that's D12s, right? Toll the Dead is uh, D8. Yeah, yeah, he's taking yep. damage. Yep. And what kind of damage is that? Necromantic? Uh, necrotic, yeah. Necrotic, okay, cool. That's 14 points necrotic damage. Damn. Okay. And then I'm going to swing at the guy in front of me. Sure. 19 to hit. Yes, sir. 15 points of damage to the guy in front of me. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Then I'll stay right there. That'll be my turn. How did the war magic, that's, that allows for the cantrip and then the attack? Yes. Okay. Told that so, is the cantrip. Double check. And the only, the only way you've used war, ham, war magic so far is with the, uh, the green, green flame, flame blade. Yeah. Um, so I need, I need you, your guys' opinion on this. So the, so th this, this region right here is within melee range. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> would it make sense to you guys, would the ash cloud come from one of those spots out <clears throat> or from the cent because the center well, it would come out for, okay how many squares does he take up he takes up two squares because he's large right yep yep and it has a 10 foot radius from him right yep so yeah it would probably it would be from the outer edge from that and feed out and it would end up catching me and thrim okay yeah i just wanted to double check with that because I think we did a little bit wonky earlier, and also we're not used to the, how the hexes affect like area spells and stuff. So I yeah. feel like we're kind of learning on the fly. So hexes in roll twenty are kind of weird because um, large creatures are supposed to take up three hexes, and then huge creatures, I think, is the next step up from large, are supposed to take up seven. But there's not really a way to set creatures down on only three hexes in roll 20. Yeah, because I noticed it sits it right in the middle of the hex. Yeah. Instead of like on one of like the triangular pieces in the middle. Yeah, it snaps to, to uh, yeah, to a three hex. hexes wide, you just make the token another half of hex. Just, just stretch the token out. No, it, it, it needs to be smaller and sit in like, it would need to sit like right here. It, yeah, it would need to. Like right in the middle of these three hexes. Yeah, because this is the regular size, and then the next size up is this. Yeah, and um, a large creature should, should occupy like these three hexes together. Yep, yeah, it would sit right in the middle of it, but currently there's no way for it to like yeah. do that. Sit in there. Um, If we do say that it hits Thrym and Nyx, then I'll roll mine for when the other big guy popped. Okay. Here. Yeah, that's where those. That it's a prolonged effect, and I'll roll mine too if that's what we decide. Okay. Um, but I think that's fair, consider with our constraints, to be honest. Okay. So, uh, all right. So then, both of you, uh, constitution save throw of ten. Natural twenty. 
23. You motherfuckers. Um, so Nyx with the, the big hulking form of Thrym ahead of you and Thrym anticipating the puff holds up his arms and both of you avoid getting that nasty shit in your eyes. Um, what's the AOE on your, uh, on your thing? Um, key? Ten feet, but if we're going off when it ran by, I was five feet below. Yeah, he was in the spot next to the weapon. I failed. I failed my retcon roll at a six. Yeah. He got cloud dusted. Yeah, I got dusted. He got crop dusted. Um... Did you? Uh, I'm horribly foggy right now. Did you? Would you were you able to? You just attacked it, right? Yeah. When I, so when I attacked it, uh, and it popped, um, since it affected Nyx, I just retconned my roll to roll my Constitution save now. Yeah. And I failed it. So. Okay. And I was out of range of the, his aura, which would have made me pass it. But. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What's my effect from being crop dusted? Uh... <laughs> You gain disadvantage on attack rolls, saving throws, ability checks for one minute. You can Oof. repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn. And the okay. effect on it early with a successful save. Okay. That sucks. <laughs> Is this just from getting ash in his eyes, or? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, it, like, okay. puffed into his face. And essentially it's causing, like, essentially it's like a, a form of blindness. Alright. I was That's ready to awesome. come in and Save the disease. That's an awesome. (laughs) All right, Thrymy, you're. Sorry, we kind of branched off on your turn there, but yeah, no, that's it. Okay, Uh, Nix. All right, um, I'm actually going to drop the spiritual weapon, and I don't have permission to delete it, so that's up to you. Okay. Goodbye, beautiful circle. Goodbye, beautiful circle. And instead. I'm going to throw a first level cure wounds into Thrym for seven points of healing. He touched your butt and it healed you. Ah, I was just feeling up his deltoids. <laughs> you know, if I could reach them. I can reach him. He's not that much taller than me. No. It's only he just two felt feet. a trickle of blood coming down the deltoids and he was like, he needs more. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm going to burn two sorcery points as I shift over and down. And I'm going to throw a chaos bolt as a bonus action at the big fuckwart to the north. Okay. For a dirty 20 to hit. I finally got to say dirty 20. (laughs) I assume that hits. Yes, sir. Okay. 17 points. Let me choose my damage type. (laughs) Here's something a little oxymoronic. 17 points of psychic damage. Ooh. To a brainless zombie. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. All right. And that'll end my turn. I'll stick here for now. Sure. Um big zombie uh, near Cax. We've been going with him first. Um, 
he, alone. he he flails around because he'd been kind of facing away from you after his charge flails around sees you like roars at you essentially the only way I can keep describing it is like the fucking Hulk like screaming bellowing at you he runs over 10 he runs over to this giant fucking rock of basalt and proceeds to lift it up it's probably should be smaller on my map he lifts it up cacks and proceeds to then huck the rock in your direction that nice is... knowing you cacks <laughs> uh 15 to hit uh, that's gonna hit oh boy <laughs> Oh boy. There's nothing I can do to try to dodge a boulder, is there? <laughs> I don't think so. Fuck. Alright, boys, I'm rolling a new character sheet. Hang yes. on. Yes, see you next week. Let me just uh, get these dice ready for rolling a new character sheet. Precisely 17 points of damage. Cax is unconscious. As it smacks into Cax, the boulder kind of thump, 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 rolls behind him. And there's this beautiful color right behind him. So pretend that this this doesn't exist over here. And big fuckwad to the north, as I am now referring him for now on, is proceeding to rampage on Thrym. Rolled a 19. So yep. that's 24 total. Well, 19 would have hit, so a 24 definitely does. He hits four. I rolled two ones. So six points of bludgeoning damage. And that mindless motherfucker is not going to do anything else. So that brings it to Key. Okay. I am going to stand in front of a cax. I am going to... Is this a... Damn. Okay. And then... What I am going to do... He's unconscious, right? Yes. So he can't see me. He cannot see you. Alright, uh, yeah, I'm gonna crack out the spider legs so the big boy has to make a charisma saving throw. Sure. Uh, Natural one, baby. Alright. As per usual, the snack crackle and pop of the legs and the bones snapping to get into place come out of my back and I'm lifted off of the ground. And I am. Rice Krispie Treats. (laughs) alright so I run up they are out uh real quick ain't that the sound that Cax's bones made when that boulder landed on him (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it made made about the same sound as a fish hitting a windshield as a fish hitting a windshield (laughs) yeah have you never had a fish thrown at a windshield before? No, no. but I really kind of want to try it now. I really want to know what that sounds like. <laughs> right. You've never lived, my friends. <laughs> hmm. Honey, I bought some cod! 
It's a very satisfying tonk splat smash sound. I'm a little concerned as well, oh. you know that. <laughs> Darn, okay. Yeah, I guess that's uh that's all I can do. It's scared of me. Okay. And that that was an action to cast that, right? Yep, that is an cool. action. I was All just right. looking through my bonus actions, like, what can I do? What can I do? Alright, top of the order, Cax, I need you to make a death saving throw. I'm going to PM you the results. Okay. Ooh, I like, yeah, that's right, we should totally do that. I gotta put a reminder down for that. There you go. Okay. Everybody watch his facial expression. The audience is gonna hate you. I mean, I'll say what the results were as soon as the combat's over, but I also don't want to influence anyone's decision by my rolls, success or fail. I know, I can't believe that I rolled a 35 on a 72, what the fuck is that? Like, that just means I become a god, right? (laughs) Yes. No, that's only if you roll a 42. Aw, damn it. did you custom order the D500? (laughs) (laughs) Funny enough, it's just a super bouncy ball. Thrim, the uh, creature in front of you, a lot of its ligaments are now showing from the slams and the magic that has been thrust into him. What are you doing to the big fuckwad to the north? I just heard a loud crash behind me. And I glance back and see he's on the ground and then a boulder and then look where a boulder used to be. So I'm going to look back at that dude and cast hold the dead again sure so yeah dc 12 wisdom okay that is a six that is a wise zombie a super wise zombie that is actually that one's jacked 18 points of damage 18 points of damage as that's happening all of you guys well the ones that are conscious are seeing the vibrations and the, and the dole of the bell coming out of nowhere. You're actually seeing the muscles and the tendons are like vibrating along with the resonance of this bell and bits of flesh are like kind of like flopping off as that's happening. This this one's looking pretty bad. I'm gonna swing at the guy in front of me again. Sure thing. 12 to hit. 12 to hit is a miss. Yeah, I figured. These guys have a little bit more AC than the little baby ones. I'm going to use my action surge. Sure. And you're going to see that the fist tighten and the green flame come out again. I'm going to swing at the one in front of me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a dirty 20. Beautiful. Uh, 17 points of damage. 17 points. And then... The same thing that happened to the zombie over there is beginning to happen over here. Large bits of muscle and tissue are just falling onto the ground. This one is looking just as shaky as the other one is. And I'm going to swing at him again. 16 to hit. 16 is a hit. 17 points of damage. 17 points of damage. My fucking undead fortitude sucks balls. That one just collapses to the ground with a, a clamorous shake and does not get back up. It ain't looking good for that one over there, I'll tell you that. 
Alright. Are you moving uh, from? Um, 15, 20, and I'm gonna move to here. Sure. And that'll Mix. be my turn. Excellent. Alright. I can just get there following the hex pattern. Hey! So I'm going to run over to Cax. As I'm running, I'm going to burn two sorcery points. I'm running low on spell slots here. I'm going to use two sorcery points to cast Sacred Flame at that fuckwad as a bonus action. Sure. So he needs to make a DC 15 dex save. Amazing. He technically... <laughs> he stood perfectly still as the sacred flame That's rushed That's okay. Him. It rushed right by him, doing three points of radiant damage. Oh, baby. Okay. He's and still I... up. And I am going to use my action to shove a health potion down Cax's throat while yelling, You're no good to me, flat. <laughs> Can I just stress how scared I was you were gonna cast Sacred Flame on me? Oh my god, that would have been fucking amazing. <laughs> like you cobalt. Right, that would have been horrifying, but that would have been amazing. Uh, Alright, so you're using your, you're using your action, right? For that? I'm using my action so that's ten points of healing. Yep. For a regular right. health potion. And my failure my my failure is reset because I rolled a four on that death save. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> cool. So and that Cax, burns everything I have. Cax is conscious. And prone. And prone. Yeah. Just and the which, way Thrym likes him. <laughs> and wakes makes, up with a really pissed off Nyx hovering over him. <laughs> which makes me really not that much shorter being prone. No. You're just spherical, it's fine. <laughs> you mean flat. Well... <laughs> you were, but I gave you a magical red Kool-Aid. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. That's me, dude. I burned everything okay. I have. Sure. Alright. Our battered and beaten big zombie. Um, so what's the deal? He can't move towards you, right? Nope. Yeah. He cannot move any closer to me. Okay. That would be closer. So that... Okay. So... He go, he turns towards the rim, not wanting to look at you. He he tries to do that same move where he like braces himself to run, um, but then something causes him not to do that, and he just tries to take a swing at Thrym, uh, not giving Key any eye contact at all. Uh, spider. Ugh, gross. Uh, twenty-one to hit Thrym. Yep. No, 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 your AC is 500 now. Yeah, it's at least oh, 7,000. Yeah. yeah. I heard it was over now. How could we forget? Uh, 11 points of bludgeoning damage. As the, the rotting and kind of fucked up looking arm just crashes down upon you again. And it's... Literally has a wisdom of three, boys, so it's not going anywhere. Key, you're up. All right. So, with my cool, fancy spider legs, I will... Hmm. 
So I'm going to run up the tree with the spider legs. Like they're just going to climb up the branches. Okay. I'm going to jump off the top and swing my hammer down on top of it. So I'm going to try to do an attack from above on this guy. Okay. And so I have how, advantage on him. How high did you go up on that tree? How high does the tree I, go, I'm DM? Probably like 13 or so feet. Okay. I'll, I'll go as high as I can go before it starts, you know, leaning one okay. way or the other. Sure. And I'm just going to jump off and try to swing. Oh, I dropped my d20. Uh, swing as hard as I can at him. Uh, 21 to hit. 21 hits. All right. And I am going to use my divine smite. Okay. Which is 22 points of radiant damage. Damn. Oh. Plus uh, 13 points of bludgeoning damage from okay. the actual hammer. Holy shit, that's a power move. Uh, so with that radiant damage, um, as you come crashing down upon it, how do you kill that big motherfucker? Alright. As I come falling down onto it, I want to have each four of my uh, spider legs land on its back and tilt me forward to drive all of my force down through the base of its neck just down straight through its body into the ground Beasts. with that my boys this thing falling like a ATAT from you know it's <laughs> just gonna fall, it fall first and the rest of the body follows it follows it falls down on its broken knees and just lurches over and ceases to exist so you have a whole horde of zombies dead at your feet, including two giant ones. Ah, uh, this swap over there. I, I did. I retract the spider legs. I know they piss off uh, Nyx. All right, so you guys are surrounded by the stinky, rotten, ashen corpses of some interesting-looking zombies. So I'm just gonna start looking, like kicking around the like gelatin ashes in front of him sure okay the so the 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 larger big chungus yeah. boy sure all right on that guy you actually find a rather large platinum ring on one of his fingers it was kind of sunken in as the as the flesh kind of like bloated so it kind of hid the ring in like the the fleshy finger a little bit, but after kind of kicking it around and and the the blood and like ash drained it, you can clearly see a platinum ring. All right, I'll pull that off. Do I feel anything like any type of magic coming from it, or just the uh, ring? with your yeah, with your sensitivity to it, you don't feel anything. You feel like it'd be it'd be worth a little bit of cash. I'm gonna walk up to Nick and uh, Cax and say. Uh, either one of you need a little bit of a, you know, health so we can go find a place to rest. I'm fine. I didn't get touched, but I, I think the little one on the ground might need help. I feel hurt. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna kneel down and use lay of hands on him. Okay. And uh, how much do you need till you're full? Probably, like, almost all of your pool. 39. 
39? Yeah. Okay, so that's all of my pool, and I only have 35. <laughs> so you have 35 health given. And I'm going to say that's probably enough for you. I'm, uh, I'm actually going to go up to Thrym. See how he's holding up. Because I know he got hit quite a few times. Oh yeah, you see blood all over me, and not all of it's mine, but you can still clearly tell a lot of it's mine. Damn it. Alright, um, I can only do this once. Uh, I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds at second level on him. Uh, for 16 points of healing. Nice. And then I'm actually gonna go up to the building where I saw the first monster zombie come out of the one sure. at the north okay and yeah there, there is a there is a really big hole in front of you and there's also like an open doorway that they flooded out of and i would actually like to go inside and check out the interior sure i'm gonna that, follow sure we'll zoom in on that and it looks to be a uh a bar of some sorts this building actually looks besides the big gaping hole um there's a lot right around where your feet are. There's a lot of like powdery ash, and you get the impression it was coming off the zombies, and that they were like using these areas to kind of take shelter in. All right. Um, I'd like but to go. I'd sorry. like to go behind the bar. Sure. And just kind of investigate around and in and see see what I can find with a thorough investigation. Sure. Alright, roll me an investigation. Oh, with my impressive investigation. <laughs> I found my feet. Hey! Five. Oh my goodness. Uh, so you search the, uh, the, there's a ton of broken barrels and crates. You peek into every single one of them. You feel like you're trying to, like, search around. Um, and everything seems to be like stripped clean. Like there are no mugs, there are no silverware, there are no stashes of food, no <laughs> rotten food either. And you you get the impression uh, this place was either got ransacked or they evacuated. But this area that you're in looks pretty stable, besides that big gaping hole where the uh, the big zombie broke out of. Then I will move out right. and Here. yeah, I'll move out of the building. And before I make my next thing, it should be someone else's turn. I'll check out the one the uh, original zombies came out of. Sure. So you approach that doorway and this one um, looks to be more of a, of a residential household. Do the wrong one. Um, and you look around, there's a, there's a broken fireplace, a ton of broken furniture, a busted up bed. Um, and in this place, uh, can you roll me an investigation? Um, that's plus intelligence, 13 or 12. 12. You gather that this, this precise area was ransacked. Hmm. Someone had come through, broken up everything. They looks like they ripped apart the fireplace, ripped apart a bunch of stones. Um, that seemed to have been forever in the past, judging by the amount of dust and the kind of like 
piles of soot and ash. Uh, presumably, you kind of got that too, like, it had fallen off of these zombies as they lived in this little decrepit shack. The walls on this one don't look very stable, though, as if if somebody leaned up against the wall, it could potentially cause the whole structure to collapse. Hmm. Okay. Is there two holes in this thing? There are, yeah. Kinda... The, yeah, this back wall uh, near the tree stump, it looks like a just a chunk of wall is missing. Okay, what's that thing out back with the crack in it? That, um, as you investigate that, realize that it was part of a shed that was back there, and when this um, boulder came crashing down, it broke it apart. Okay. Hmm. Is that pick clean too, or what, um, what was you in have the shed? to you have to kind of crouch down to peek inside from like a little window in there, and from just looking from the outside, it doesn't look like there's anything in there at all. Right. Hmm. Well, finding that platinum ring on the other giant big boy, I'm gonna search the other dead big boy. Okay. Um, looking kind of in the same spots of the other dead big boy. You don't see anything of value. As you're looking in them over Thrym with your uh, innate knowledge of larger creatures and kind of being able to relate to that, uh, these guys looks like they used to wear clothing, but over time it was ripped and even portions of it look burnt as well. And just there's the basic loincloth feel to it currently uh, with the wear and tear. But these two giants... Uh, looked like they wore like normal clothing that like the other uh, humanoid zombies would have worn. I want to pick up some of the ash and try and like figure out why it's doing whatever it is because I don't know what the fuck's going on. Okay. Um, so you look it over and, and usually you understand uh, most undead is caused by usually by a necromancer or some evil force um these ones you've never seen anything like this before where it it didn't seem to be as much of someone raising them because usually they would follow their captors these ones seem to have been taking shelter inside of a building which is strange to you okay i'll relay that to next not entirely sure what to make of that same. Why would I'll approach. I'll approach Thrym and Nix and say the that southern house appeared to be ransacked. Uh, I don't think the occupants would have made it out safe, or they might have uh, been out before the time they got there and just had to leave belongings. None of this makes sense. Ash covered, undead. Why would they seek shelter? Bold assumption they're undead. Who says they died in the first place? What do you think they were converted? Converted, diseased, brainwashed, whatever it is. Those cultists were raising a fire thing. Perhaps something on them was burned. Maybe. Same thought. I'm gonna call over to Kax. Are you gonna lay on your ass all day or are you gonna get up? I, I very well might just lay here for a while, but I'll get up. Uh, 
Can is is there any way we can move this boulder? My my radio is stuck underneath it. <laughs> I'll run over to the boulder and throw it off, or try to. I'll help. I'll help Thrim lift it. Okay, so since you're receiving help, Thrim, you do an athletics with advantage. Please get a natural one and crush Cax underneath it as he rolls <laughs> right here. They get behind the boulder and roll it back onto him. Let's just say I don't need to roll twice because apparently in everything but an attack roll, I roll a natural 20. That <laughs> is a 28. 28? So uh, both of you just kind of put your backs into it and uh, lift, lift up the boulder and just kind of roll it over about uh, five feet, and it's kind of an oblong shape, so it rolls the five feet, and then it goes to kind of roll a little bit more, and then resets back to that position. You you guys are good friends, and I pick up my rapier, which I'm sure probably needs to be straightened out. Are they? smashed by a boulder. It might need a little bit of work. <laughs> I'll take a look at Thrim all bloody and say, do you need a little something to feel better? I can help you, you know, just to get us through to the camp tonight. I wouldn't turn down help, but I should be all right, as long as we don't run into anything else. Just to be safe, I'll use a healing hands on him, which gives him seven hit points. While they're doing that, can I start uh, checking out the various goopy dead bodies for any kind of identification or sign that these might have once been actual people and not just raised from the grave. Sure, yeah. Uh, going going over to them, uh, roll in me investigation. That works so well in my past. <laughs> Natural 20. You tried rolling a well, There you go. All right, so, so most of these things, as whatever was holding them together... Um, is looks like it's starting to wither away. Whenever you're picking up a body, like it's almost as if the bones were made of like paper mache at this point and just kind of snap off. Pleasant. Um, so as you're as you're looking over, um, you're realizing the goopiness is actually starting to kind of almost evaporate as well. Examining them as in whatever facial features you can kind of recognize you're getting the impression that they're mostly humans and elves. Uh, you haven't really looked at the big ones yet quite in detail, but you get the impression that uh, these were, judging by the basic amount of wear and tear on their clothes, these clothes have been on them for a very long time. Um, quite possibly at least a decade. Um, in one of them, it looks like there's like a leather jerkin on the chest, and this seemed to have held up better and you get the impression with your investigation that this thing was, like, cured really well and almost is really resistant against the elements. Um, and on the inside, you find a pocket. And inside the pocket, you find a very old um, drawing. And you get the impression that it was, it looks like a, a female elf. Almost as if, you know, someone, like, it was like a D&D version of, like, a photograph. And in the background of that of that picture is a crude drawing of the mountain behind you. I'm gonna take that. 
I'm going to take that uh, that drawing. Okay. Can I check out that last house? The uh, one uh, that Nixon threw more in? Uh, no, the one uh, with the boulder in front of it now. Okay. Those two, I, I should have, I should have uh, had told you my bad that so when it when the uh, the the giant ash zombie burst out of there, it collapsed the building, and the one to the south here uh, was previously collapsed before you got okay. in here. My bad. I'm sorry. All right. All good. Um. Hmm. Knowing Nix is better at magic shit than I am, I'm gonna show him the platinum ring. And ask him if he senses any magic. So you hand it off to Nix? Yep. I'll uh, take a look at it, I guess. Sure. Um, you look at it, you kind of look on the inside to see if there's an inscription. There's nothing of sort. This platinum ring is, like, large, too. Like, the, the fingers it had to, to go around. But it's a large chunk of platinum. You don't get any sort of magic read on it. But this Sorry, thing would... Um... This thing uh, would go for a pretty penny. Sorry, Thrum. This is worth its weight in platinum, which is still significant. So hang on to it. It might buy you something magic. That's what I thought. I just wanted to be sure. Uh, DM, you said that the bar seemed fairly sturdy, aside from the holes in the walls? Yep. The only thing that's really like out of sorts are like the mounds of ash towards the front of the building. But that building has held up very well considering i am going to suggest that that is where we camp <clears throat> we'd have shelter from the ash and only two entryways both on the same side of the building so it'll be easier to keep watch i think i've had worse ideas you there's a have there's a broken bed in that other building if we want to go grab it just for a little comfort how long were you in the dirt? I don't know. What year is it? I don't know. I've lived <laughs> underground my entire life. I Cax, what year is it? Cax has no idea. I can't count past 20. <laughs> it's at least has it been at least 20 years. 20 years, yeah. Give or take. Not technically wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the year is at least 20. Can I roll an insight check to see if he can count to 20? Sure. <laughs> Do I need uh, to roll, like, a persuasion check? <laughs> if you're telling the truth. Yeah, if you're telling the truth, you're fine. <laughs> okay. If you're telling the truth, it's persuasion. If you're lying, it's deception. Yeah, that'd be persuasion. Could you imagine trying to count up how much you robbed from a caravan and only being able to count up to 20? Well, he just, like, counts in 20s and then leaves yeah. a pile of 20 and yeah, then I has another 20 pile 20s. of 20. I rolled a 12 on my deception. I rolled a 3. So you believe him. He can count to 20, guys. I believe him 100%. I rolled a 12 on my deception. <laughs> well, I uh, don't... Tax can count past 20. But I'm pretty sure he doesn't know how, how thousands and millions work. Alright, so you guys are gonna bunk up in this decrepit little bar? Yeah. 
Cool. So, are the doors still there? Uh, there is, like, a basic, like, think of, like, a Wild West open door in the in the front there. That's the main door. And then there's just a big, giant fucking hole where uh, the big fuckwad from the north, uh, where the big fuckwad from the north came out of. I'm going to look around. Uh, how tall is the bar? Uh, not very tall. It, like, goes up to, like, your waist. Okay. I'm going to suggest that we camp down behind the bar. That's, that's fair. Not an awful idea. Sounds pretty good to me. Fine, guys. I'll be the first one to walk in. <laughs> Y'all can stand outside and enjoy the ashy weather. Beautiful. Still, as you're going in, yeah, you're noticing it's just a, a slight snowfall of ash. Cool. So you guys are going to bunk up for a long rest here? I would say so. Cool. Mm-hmm. Hey. Cax okay. will take first one. I mean, unless something's going to interrupt us, DM. You never know. Regardless, I've got like half an hour left on my mage armor, so... If it's going to happen, it'll happen now. Yeah. Anyways, right, so, the Tarask. So. <laughs> You've messed with the Ash Zombies, and now the Tarask! And the building uh, collapses, everyone roll a new character. <laughs> Just from a building collapse, nothing too dramatic. Yeah, bad structural damage, what can you do? On the ins- inside of the bar, I'm going to take my two hand axes, because from what I'm seeing, there's like a spot you can go in between the bar. Yep. And on either side of that, I'm going to bury the axes in. And then I'm going to hang the chain off of it limp. About six inches off the ground. So basically, it's kind of a trap. If anybody walks in and tries to go past that, I should be awoken or awake doing watch so I can use that to trap them with the chain. Sure. Alright, so he and Thrimmy are getting some rest along with Nyx while Cax takes first watch. Alright. Cool. So, uh, Cax, through your uh, windows, you can kind of see outside the, the ash is continuing to slowly fall as the the day comes to an end and as, you know, the sun sets. Um, I need you to roll me a perception check. That's a crit. That's a natural 20. Yes, sir. Fucking beautiful. You, it, it's, you know, when you just listen to, like, the snowfall outside, like, during a storm, and you can almost, like, hear it, like, settling and stuff like that. Like, it's it's eerily quiet where you can swear you, like, hear, like, the ash slowly just kind of crumpling onto the ground. Um, you feel a slight rumble about midway during your watch, about four hours in. Um, nothing as dramatic as it was outside earlier. Um, and then you hear a little bit of a rumble come from the mountain, but nothing as dramatic as it was earlier. Um, and your watch goes by besides that pretty uneventful. Okay. So who are you waking up? How long has it been? Uh, uh, so for you, eight hours. So it would be 
It's been eight hours? Eight, yeah. Okay. Not six. No, wait. Six is... No, eight, right? Eight is a long rest. No, eight, eight is, is a long rest. was a two-hour watch. Oh, yeah. And for him to get rest. So, yeah, he would just need to be in watch for four hours. Well, there's Knowing enough of us two. to do two-hour watches. Yeah. Okay. So, then I would... Just a couple of hours have passed. Um, I would probably wake up Nyx. You have a death wish, don't you? Sure, we'll call it that. Um, hey, uh, Nyx? Hello? Yes. Uh, can, can you take, can you take second watch? Yeah. Also, uh, you, you know magic. And you can, like, identify, like, like what, what things are magic, right? Yes. Can you identify this? And I pull out this metallic cube that on each side of each, on each of its six sides has, like, little inscriptions on it. And as you look at it, it looks like a cube made up of eight smaller cubes that all fit together. It's like a two by two Rubik's cube is what it looks like for a okay. comparison. And I, I hand it to you. I, I'll i need that back, but is there any chance you could tell me what it is and what it might do? I'll, I'll take a look at it. Thank you. Nix's curiosity is taken over at this point. Okay. Um, so it seems pretty inert. Do, what do you do with it while you're looking at it? Uh, I'm going to turn it over a few times in my hands, try to read the inscriptions, see if I can make anything out on that. Maybe, I don't know, do the, do the inscriptions look whole, or is it like a Rubik's Cube where yeah, I'm going to have to rearrange these things until the inscriptions make sense? Yeah, it looks like some of the inscriptions are cut off. As if if you were to like try to alter it, it could potentially uh, be able to be read. Although by looking at them, it seems that um, some of them seem to branch off. So if you were looking at the two by two, um, some of them look like they would be etched in a different direction besides towards each other. If that makes sense. Okay. So do you try to like what do you what do you try to do with it? I try to quote unquote solve it. Okay. So you take a couple minutes. I'll I'll have you roll an Arcana check as well as you're playing with it. Oh, natural nineteen, Arcana twenty four. Well, so as you uh, start turning it, you feel some sort of energy like grow, but only slightly. And whenever you, like, make a click on it, it's as if, like, you had, like, struck a lighter. And then the flame comes up, and then it lets go, and the flame goes out. So it's like you get these little bursts of, like, you feel something magical about it. But whenever you click it, it's just an instant in and out. And none of the current inscriptions are making any sense in all the different combinations that you're trying. It seems like... There's, there might be something missing from this that's preventing the inscriptions from being, like, understood. And okay. the inscriptions, for for all you know, especially with that Arcana check, 
these don't make any sense at all. Like, you don't quite understand what these inscriptions would even begin to, like, spell out. So even if this was magic, it's not magic I was trained in. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> I'm probably only going to spend, like, 20 minutes on that thing. Sure. 20, 30 minutes fucking around with it, and then proceed with my watch. Okay. Uh, during my watch, can I take 10 minutes to try to meditate on Veyron as, as we approach the mountain? Absolutely. The uh, percentile. Percentile. Nope. Oh, 32. 32. You kind of go into that deep trance again for a couple minutes, and as you've done in the past, it's almost like this static. Um, except this time, the static tends to be smoother than you've experienced, where it was very choppy. Um, it seems like your radius to this mountain seems to have cleared up the static a little bit, but the veil still isn't broken, okay. per se. Well, as I uh, continue to have moments of clarity, I will continue to try this whenever I can. Sure. Um, you gave the cube back to Cax? He went to sleep. So I'm going to pocket it until he wakes up. Okay. Um, so for your watch, I'll have you roll a perception check. <laughs> I guess I'm fixated on that cube. Natural one. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, you glance up, you glance up at the, the windows to kind of see, it looks like there's a faint bit of moonlight coming through the overcast sky. Um, no stars in the sky tonight, so you don't feel the need to like, you know, gaze outside at the stars like you have in the past. Um, and besides your focus on Veyron and the cube, nothing eventful happens. No odd noises outside or anything. Nothing that I notice. Nope. And it would be a little after midnight at this point. So it'd be up to you if you want to wake up one of the boys. I, uh, I'm a little distracted, so I'm gonna go wake up Thrym. Yeah. Hey, uh, Kex handed me something. I can't quite focus on on the watch right now. Can you, uh, can you take over? Yeah, I got you. Thanks. So Thrym, you shall give me a perception check. Well, I'll do that. Oh, well, that can't be great. Ten. Ten. Uh, outside of the bar, um, and kind of from far away, uh, you hear some sort of, like, growling. Um, do you go to the front to investigate it, or are you staying behind the bar? I'll go to the door, but very carefully step over the chain I set there. Sure. All right, roll me a stealth check to not trip over the bar. Well, well. So as you go over the bar to not trip your tripwire, uh, a piece of wood begins to fall off of the on top of the bar, and you just kind of like touch it with your foot to kind of ease its fall, 
and it just kind of clumps very quietly onto the stone floor. And you head over to the door, and you don't have the best view in your dark vision anymore because of your algae. Um, I believe you have a 60 feet dark vision now. Um, right at the edge of your dark vision, uh, you see uh, two wolves uh, that you recognize from your previous encounter. These aren't dire wolves, they're smaller, and it looks like they're ripping apart one of the bodies of the ash zombies. I'm gonna sit down at the door and, like, keep an eye on the wolves. But while I'm doing that, I'm gonna start making... taking those herbs I got to make my poison and making uh, doses of poison. Okay, so you need to spend an hour doing that? Yep. Okay, cool. Um, So just passively, you're watching them. Uh, None of them seem to be coming any closer, but it's the ones at the other end. Um, It looks like just a couple of them that you see, and you faintly hear, like, a howl off in the distance. The two down the street, like, perk up, and then rush off to the east around the uh, dilapidated building, and you spend the rest of your watch uh, making... uh, So do you want to spend multiples, or you just want to do the first batch? Uh, Let's just do the first batch. Okay, so you spend your hour? How many... How many hours has it been since I took watch? Uh, a little, now just a little over an hour. Let's make two batches then. Okay, so you spend two of those hours making two batches, so, uh, what is that, uh, six? Six, yeah. Six doses, okay, cool. And the rest of your watch goes uneventful. I'll go back and try and sneak back over without tripping my... Okay, you, you take your time, and you've already you jump over the same area you did, so you're a okay with getting back over again. You kind of memorized how you went over the first time. Toggle over to key and kind of just gently, but not so gently because I don't know what gently is. Shake him awake <laughs> and wake up everyone in the process. The clang of his armor. <laughs> like knocking over a china cabinet to wake up a sleeping baby. <laughs> oh no, I was thinking and I was just like trying to like tap his face, but I'm actually just slapping it. <laughs> That's so much better. Yeah, it is. I'm up, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. I'm up. It's All your right. turn to take watch. I I guess it is. Alright. I'm gonna lean forward, sit up on the shoulders and stretch and kind of uh, I'm just gonna sit on the bar and look at the door sure all right roll perception uh five five uh, nothing perceivable perceivables uh, comes by the open gaping hole in the door you don't really hear anything um and you're now noticing the the sun is starting to rise um to the east, there seems to be a nice, like, sliver of orange that begins to rise. Um, and your watch goes by uh, pretty uneventful. Alright. So I'll look around. My last watch? Is Robin still up, fiddling around with the... Yeah. Okay. 
And then I guess I'll just stay up and keep looking. Okay. Cool. So some more time goes by and it's the sun is starting to peak up. Um, it rises up and then almost immediately after the sun kind of gets above the horizon, gets engulfed in an overcast sky again. Uh, there is no ash on this day, but it's miserable and kind of soupy out. The humidity is kind of seemingly kind of wafting down from the mountain. And you guys are all set with your hit points and your spell slots and everything else. Thank God. All right. So when Cax wakes up, I'm going to bring the cube back over to him. It's a curious little device you have here. I feel like you don't have the entire thing. Yeah, I uh, I got it from the last caravan that that uh, uh my branch hit. So, well, it was it's definitely got some magic in it, but I'm not sure how to unlock this. It was an interesting trinket, and I've I've played with it for months. But besides the the clicking, it helps me a little bit when I'm nervous. It, uh. I have no idea what it does. Well, if you're going to fidget when you're anxious, might I suggest something a bit quieter? Maybe, uh, maybe that's not the worst idea. I could hear it every time you played with that thing and it got kind of annoying. You were annoying in general, so I didn't really bring it up. (laughs) You saved me. So any time that I'm annoying from now on is on you. I can take that away in a heartbeat. Well, just know that if you ever get annoyed by me, it's your fault now. (sighs) I don't like being reminded of my failures. Well, I suppose that's fair. So I'm already banging on the cube and I'm just walking away. I'll bang my hammer on my shield. And I'll say, alright, I guess it's uh, time for us to reach the top of a mountain today. <sighs> so you guys are leaving the bar? Yeah, probably to some mangled corpses. Uh, so you guys go outside of the bar and there are about Half of the zombies that you killed are not even there. You're noticing bits of bone and rips of flesh on the ground. Um, The two Goliaths are there. And, but it looks like to the south where you guys had killed a bunch before, most of them are, like, not there anymore. Do, do, Do you think they got up and left on their own accord? Like, maybe they came back while we were sleeping? No. When I was on watch, wolves were, like, tearing them apart. I'm guessing the wild animals got them. That is surprisingly more settling than... uh, them just leaving. So... You guys are uh, following the road out of the... little tiny village of Shady Brook. Uh, What's your marching order? on this? I'll take the front. I'm taking the rear. 
I'm saying wherever the sun or what, if there's any, like, if I can cast a shadow, my shadow's going to be on next. You do, you do cast shadow, but it's not very strong. But you can still do that. I guess I'll be second then. Okay. Um, the the path out of Shadybrook is actually rather clear. There are, aren't a lot of trees that kind of surround it. It seemed um, you see a lot of old stumps. So this area was kind of groomed and maintained at some point in the uh, distant past. Uh, you're noticing as you're traveling out of Shadybrook, the elevation begins to rise. Um, and the kind of culled out forest area you guys are walking to um, starts to, to, to lessen as the altitude rises even more. You guys are pretty much at the foot of Mount Hotenau. Um, and almost immediately as you guys step onto your first pieces of sharp, jagged rock, you realize that the rest of your trek is looks like it goes up the mountain and it twirls out to the east and looks like it spins up around the mountain to the top. Uh, mostly surrounded, there is a very clear path. It's very interesting to you guys. Um, surrounded by jagged, sharp chunks and slabs of gray rock of obsidian. It looks like there are like swept piles of ash that the wind has kind of swirled around at some point. Um, and the smoke is consistently rising from the peak. I take you guys continue your trek up. Yeah. Okay. In, in that marching order, um, you guys are about 10 minutes up and everyone starts to feel the heat and it feels like every 10 steps you take it rises two or three degrees um you guys are starting to kind of move up the bend that would bring you up to the east and northeast um these crests are rising very sharply up mostly at awkward angles and it's really making it hard as you get close to them to see up the mountain at this point do you just have to continue with the path um, there is no vegetation besides these little red, like, ferns that you're seeing. And it doesn't look like they're faring very well. It looks like they're just clinging on to life. Um, and as you guys are climbing about 15 minutes later, uh, you're noticing these small red lizards are kind of scurrying around. And it looks like they're not standing on the outside, but they seem to, like, run between, like, covers of the sharp, jagged rock. Um, and a couple of them, uh, walk up to Yuki. They just kind of scurry towards you, and then they look right up at you. They're about the size of, like, adult chameleons. So they're kind of mm. large, but... I'm not gonna step on them. I'm gonna, you know, take care to not squish them and just walk over them and... You know, hey, little buddy. Just keep going. And they they see you do that, the two that, and they begin to follow you. And they kind of, like, glance at everybody else. And just kind of, like, you take a couple steps forward. And they go, T -t 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 -t. they scurry a little bit, stop and look at you. And you take a couple seconds, and they scurry. There's almost, like, a little bit of delay for them to catch up with you. And they're just kind of, like, looking you over. Then they just, like, they're looking all over your body. Um, 
they don't look threatening. If if you're the type of person that likes lizards and snakes, uh, you would consider these very cute as they kind of are scurrying along. And there are other ones around that all the other people are noticing, but they uh, don't seem to be caring too much about you guys. If you guys get near them, they tend to scurry off. It looks like one or two of them are just uh, keeping pace with Key. I'm going to smile at these things. I love these things. I'm going to drop a little food for them, too. Okay. What do you, what kind of food do you drop? Uh, Probably just a little bit of bread or jerky. Just some something small. Okay. So they both, like, rush over to it. And you can tell they start, like, hopping on each other to try to, like, push the other one away from the food that you drop. And it looks like uh, one of the lizards that has more of a, a frilly crest... Um, takes the majority of the food that another one with a smaller crest kind of gets like the scraps. Hmm. Oh. oh well. So they continue to follow you, although it's at less of a, a distance now, but they're still following Yuki. Um, and this goes on for about 15 minutes. You guys are now like moving around your first like leg of this mountain. Um, and you still have a hard time seeing above you because of these really jagged crests that hang over this path. Um, but now the heat is starting to grow uh, very intensely. Um, I need everyone to give me a constitution saving throw. Everyone gets plus four. Dirty 20. Uh, me one. Uh, what happens when... Natural one. Oh my goodness. So that's a four? Uh, five. Okay. Thrim? 25. 25. Key, um, you begin to suffer from the heat, and you now have one point of exhaustion from the intensity, and you believe it has to do with you're essentially being like a little lobster inside of a pot with your heavy armor. We're back in that magic desert. Ooh. In my exhaustion. Very cool. Um, as you're traveling, all of a sudden, uh, Nixon Key, you both experience a rather strange sudden burst of cold air that almost like slaps you in the face. And both of you hear in your minds closer. And it goes back to being this intense heat. I want to turn back to the group and say that cold air was nice, but I didn't like the ominous voice that went with it. What cold air? I heard it too. You didn't get that refreshing little cold air and the closer. No, it's just hot as fuck out here. No, I felt it too. I think Veyron reached out to us. You really think so? To us. Wow. This is this is great. It's, uh, heat's getting to you, isn't it? I'm tired, but meeting Veyron's a good thing, man. I, you know, he, you know, he kept me alive. You know, stalled off the death. I was, you know, I I owe him everything now. All right. 
I don't know why, but I suddenly feel very awkward about this whole thing. Can we just continue? Sure. I'm just going to turn around and use my hammer as a walking stick and keep making my way up the mountain. Um, about an hour now passes. Um, and you guys are, you believe you're, you're starting to get to like, if you were to look down on the mountain, you guys started at six o'clock and were like winding your way up to three. You guys are about a two. Um, and now a lot of these sharp, jagged rocks kind of give way a little bit. So you can kind of see up the mountain a little bit. It looks like there's another corkscrew about maybe a half a mile up, uh, leading from a different path, probably the same path that you're on that leads even higher up. It looks like this uh, trek is going to take a very long time. Um, but from this angle, you actually are all now getting this like lukewarm breeze that feels cold to you. Um, but it isn't. It's just the intense heat is so bad that like regular mountain breeze is enough to like cool you down. Um, and you actually do have a nice view of things below you. Um, and you all kind of look around. I need everyone to roll a perception. Uh, Key gets it at disadvantage. 12. 14. 9. Remember, everyone gets plus 4. Oh, 16. No, we get it on oh, save. Oh, no. Yeah, no. it's not a save. You're on a saving throw, yeah. Yeah, so 12. Oh. 8. Five. You guys look around, um, and everyone notices a little bit below you, there's like a hole. It's more like a, a tear in the rock, and it looks like something's glowing in there. Um, you guys kind of just lean in a little bit, and you can see like a lazy swath of lava is like cruising down this like tube inside of there. Hmm. Um, as you look around, you actually are starting to notice multiple spots all around you seem to have holes that are glowing as well. And whether or not you want to investigate those is up to you guys, but you guys get the impression that uh, you're starting to get to an area where there's some major lava flow beneath you. Do, does Drem know what lava is? Uh, you would probably know what lava is. You probably okay. have never seen it before, but you know you know of it. Either way, I'm going to be encouraging the group to continue climbing because risk management. Sure. Uh, yeah. With those checks that you guys gave me, um, everyone but Cax is surprised when a large form comes crashing down in front of them something much taller than Thrym and glowing is standing in front of you. A creature with massive, chunky legs, wrought iron chainmail on the legs, a big plate beer belly gut plated up with more heavy plates of iron on the shoulders. Next, you see this giant flowing red fire for a beard with a bald head and a scowl. This being reaches back probably 18 feet tall at the very least, pulls out this titanic sword taller than Thrym that glows red. And he says in Yaten, 
Stop your madness and calm this mountain down. And that's where we will end.